Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into the Marvel Cinematic Universe Part 8 in today's episode. What's this? What's this? The simply sensational standing ovation of Royal Dalton Musical! What is this? Welcome to part eight of the Marvel Cinematic Universe retrospective, look back, chronicling. Uh, Last time you heard us, we were talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp, we talked a bit about Captain Marvel, and today, this episode, all we're going to be talking about is Avengers Endgame, and of course, could not do this without Meg. It's me. It's you. It's me. Yes. Yes. You probably could, but... I mean, I, okay. Physically, I could do it without you. <laughs> but at this point, it would be weird if I did it without you. You just ditch me for the final, like, three episodes. Yeah. Like, Meg has prior commitments and has abandoned the podcast. She's drinking wine on the couch and taking a nap. You probably would rather be doing that right now. <laughs> Semi-accurate. Semi-accurate. I'm drinking wine. And you're very close to being asleep on the couch. (laughs) It's true. Uh, So, we left off with the first Marvel film you ever saw in theaters, Captain Marvel. Yes. And we pick up with the first Marvel film you ever had to wait to see. Yeah. In theaters. I'm not really patient, so I didn't enjoy that. Not fun? No, I just like to have the things that I want available to me immediately. Yes. We I mean, did go see it. We made a special, special arrangement. Yeah. It was our, my post-tax season reward. So we went up to the big mall mm-hmm. in Syracuse, Syracuse, where the IMAX is. I think, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we stayed there, got to go shopping, which was reward number two, and then seeing this was reward number one. Right. Yes. Yes. Had a nice little trip. Mm-hmm. It was good. Uh, came back and went and saw it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. It was kind of a lot. It's one of those ones where, like, all the stuff that happened, it's, I think it is easier to see it twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's three hours long. Yeah. It is a very long movie. It didn't seem that long, though. No. I've sat through other movies that are much shorter that felt much longer. This is true. Uh, and contrary to... You know, we talked about Infinity War and all the box office records it broke. And I remember in the kind of build-up to Endgame, longer runtime. You know, we already had a quote-unquote climax with Infinity War. I remember a lot of people being very much on the side of, well, it's not going to do as much money as Infinity War did. Can't. Just just, just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't work, it doesn't work <laughs> like that. Can't. Po- imp- impossible. But... But not only did it make as much as Infinity War, uh, it decimated every box office record set on an opening weekend before it by the widest of margins. Yeah. It it was... I remember, like, it was a huge deal that weekend, like, watching the numbers come in. But it was also such that 
it was just so monumentally large that I couldn't, I don't know, it just kind of left me numb to it, if that makes sense. It's kind of hard to put it in perspective yeah. at the time. Uh, you know, it was the thing that, um, hold on, I'm looking up a stat. It exceeded Infinity War's opening weekend by Saturday. Oh no. <laughs> and then it made an additional $90 million on Sunday. Just $90 million on a Sunday. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> you know, like, it, it's it's insanity. And, and despite that, like, when we went and saw it a second time on Sunday, I think, mm-hmm. uh, we got fine seats. Like, there were showings every 10 minutes at a th- every theater that was able to handle 10 minutes, every 10 minutes showings. Right. I also th- I feel like we got them early and figured that we would cancel if we didn't want to see it again. That's true. I think yeah. we got them on, like, Saturday, maybe, Friday night. Um, no, I think we got them before, like, Thursday. I don't think so. I think we did. No, I think we'd already seen it before we got the next tickets. Did we? I feel so like there's... The earliest was... we could have gotten them is Thursday night. I know we got Lion King tickets for a second showing before we oh, saw it the first time and maybe? then did cancel those because that was not a good movie. No, heck on that shit. Maybe was, that's what I'm thinking of. I was disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, giant movie made all the all the box office money. It barely eked out the largest worldwide box office gross over Avatar uh, at the very tail end of its run. Which you were really salty about. I was kind of disappointed by. Kind of disappointed. You complained, like, every day for, like, three weeks. That's probably exa- an exaggeration. Only slightly. But, yeah, I was I was disappointed. Um, which isn't to say that I didn't like Endgame, because I do like Endgame. I think it is a good movie. And from a quality standpoint, uh, isn't undeserving of holding all these box office records. And you figure the culmination of, like, all these movies that have taken us, like, eight podcast episodes to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a big deal. It is. So, we last left off Infinity War with half of every living thing in the entire universe turning to dust and disappearing. Yeah. The end of Ant-Man, you saw everybody but Ant-Man yep. get he dusted, is. and he's stuck off in the quantum realm. Quantum realm. By himself. Yep off alone and so there was a i you know kind of just speculating you know what would end game be is it possible to reverse what happened because i think when i saw the end of infinity war you know you see black panther disappear you see all these other characters disappear i'm like well i know they're gonna be in other movies i know they're not gone forever period the quite like the question mark was how do they come back and I think a lot of the criticism, some of the criticism lobbed at Infinity War was that it uses its ending uh, to try to, you know, it manipulates you with its ending when you know 90% of the thing- people that have died in this movie will come back to life in one way or another. But I will say that the when I finally got to see Endgame, um, those concerns were largely... Uh, handled right i think that the movie does just enough to earn that moment at the end of infinity war and make it not feel like it wasn't for nothing right 
like all the times other superheroes quote unquote die right and then 10 years later it's like oh we're rebooting this yeah that that was a mistake this thing happened and now they're back right i feel like they explained it in this movie there's a few holes in the scenario but for the most part they at least explained it well enough Mm -hmm. and had a good enough culmination that it it was fine yeah you know we already knew time travel was possible the time stone was still exist still existed at the end of infinity war i think a lot of people assumed that's how uh, they would come back somehow um but despite all that um there were still a lot of good swerves thrown um in endgame to uh, keep us guessing, and not everybody makes it out the other side. No. And I'm I'm pleased. Right. Sad, but pleased. Yeah. From a. You narrative. can't really have everybody come back, no. fight the big bad guy, and just be like, everybody is fine. We won. Yeah. Everything the is awesome. The end. Happy ending. So we pick up with Tony, and we pick up. Is isn't Clint the first scene? Yeah. We pick up with Clint, who wasn't in Infinity War. No, he has really. retired, kind of, quote-unquote. Yeah. He's off at his house. Out Raising his kids. Often. With um, Linda Cardellini. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have a nice little family going on. Yeah. He's teaching his daughter how to shoot arrows. Yeah. Very useful in today's world of guns <laughs> and bombs. That works for him. Well, does it, though? Well, he's not dead. I mean, he later picks up a sword... So he's, he's regressing further back. He's going the wrong direction. <laughs> he needs to be utilizing newer technology. <laughs> and he's not. Well, well. Let the man do what he wants. Whatever. Uh, so yeah, they're doing, they're having a little, a little picnic and fun stuff. And uh, it's a really somber tone. There's not like I don't think there's really music playing behind the scene when it's when it happens. I wouldn't say it's somber. It's just it's quiet. Well, I would say it's somber. They're having a picnic. Everybody's happy. Yeah, but to start with, right? But I, even still, I think there's like an unsettling because I maybe a little unsettling because you watch it and we know how Infinity War ended. We know Hawkeye was nowhere to be found, and we didn't know how his part of the story was going to come into play, uh, if at all. Really. And so watching this, you know, at first you're like, well, is this pre-snap? Is this post-snap? You know, is is Natasha going to show up and be like, hey, we need you to help us, you know, get everybody back? Um, and then finding out. And then as soon as, like, it starts to happen, I think this was... I felt like this scene was better than, like, everything in Infinity War to me. The first time I saw it. I don't know about the all of it, but it was a really great opening scene. It's I remember fantastic. This was like so I don't normally go to the theater like opening night for things. Right. Not a fan of a ton of people. Perfectly happy to wait for a couple weeks and see it when there's nobody there. Um So this was my first experience in like a full theater for like a big movie. And I remember when that scene happened and all of a sudden Hawkeye Jeremy Renner turns around to do whatever he's doing, play in the grill or the picnic table, and he turns back around and everybody's gone. Yeah. His, which is like four people. So I think they're all outside, his mm-hmm. wife and three kids, and yeah. all of a sudden everybody's gone. You just hear this audible gasp from everybody in the theater and it just went completely silent. 
you can hear like a pin drop while he's like running around like screaming and then just goes to goes to black yeah it was a lot it was right good. it you know it's like oh shit that's how things are gonna go because <laughs> you know you think about how you know, I, I imagine in his mind when he made the decision to, like, retire, he's not as young as he used to be. He has to know that his arrows are not as effective as Iron Man or even Captain America and Natasha. And his skill set doesn't bring as much to the table anymore as it might have once. And so you feel like, all right, I'm, I'm out of it. Yeah. I, I've left that behind. And now I just have this nice future ahead with my family. And even, like, uh, none of the other Avengers really have that besides maybe Tony. Tony and Pepper. Yeah. So, the rest of them... Well, I mean, and at that, that point, they didn't yet. Yeah. So. But, you know, I think he... He becomes the sort of civilian of the group. And now he's on the other side of it. He is all those people screaming and freaking out in New York City when aliens are attacking. Right. You know, he's everybody in Sokovia when their entire city is ripped out of the earth and levitated into the sky. And uh, it doesn't feel good to be on that side, I gotta say. No. It's pretty awful. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody else at least knew what was going on. You don't know whether, with Clint, if he knew what was happening, whether, like, you know, Natasha's like, hey, FYI, this is what's going on, or if he's just completely oblivious to everything that's happening off um, on his farm. Right. I, I mean, we talked about how Infinity War was very fast-paced and everything seemed to happen almost instantaneously. Um, there wasn't a lot of time to, like, call in for backup to, to inform everybody else. Yeah, and it's kind of happy-go-lucky as Clinton everybody was acting at the beginning and the as the scene opened, you gotta think he didn't know what was going on. No, he couldn't have. Yeah. But uh, he finds out. Yeah. He sure as heck finds out. Um, so, uh, then we get the title. Yep. Avengers Endgame. And I believe we skip to Tony and Nebula floating around on their little makeshift rocket ship thing that they salvaged from Titan. And they don't have fuel. They don't have much food. They entertain themselves by playing paper football. Yes, I remember Primarily. That. <laughs> and uh, it's, again, another really somber moment, really dour look on Tony, one of the more powerful Avengers, mm -hmm. kind of shell-shocked almost, mm -hmm. you know, beaten. Uh, Nebula doesn't, isn't as in much grave danger as I don't think, given how much of her is ro robot. Yeah, because when they show Tony, you can tell that Tony's not going to make it much longer. No. With based on, I don't know, if they probably don't have food. Yeah. Who knows what they have. She uh, still seems okay. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much of her insides are mechanical at this point. Most, not, but, but not all. Right, but. Um, so yeah, things are not looking good. Yeah. And we get a nice uh, message from Tony to Pepper telling how you know it's it's he's reached the end he does not see a way home and he's kind of he ends up taking up a seat 
in front of the windshield. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you really call it a windshield in a yeah. spaceship, but you can tell the look on Nebula's face. She's like, "Oh, this is probably pretty much it." Yeah, she makes she walks away. Doesn't mm-hmm. care. <laughs> well, cares, but yeah. doesn't want to see yeah. what's happening. Plus, she can, I mean, she can't do anything about it. So no, yeah, no. And he just kind of settles in and he closes his eyes. And he starts to slip away. Yeah. Well, oh. Something gets real bright. And the first time I saw it, I couldn't... A part of me was like, oh, somebody's here to save him. But there's another tiny part in the back of my head thinking, like, this is Tony dying. Like, going into the light, you know. I I think that was kind of intentional. Yeah, I'm sure it was sort of like, uh, yeah, what's happening right now? Because he doesn't know who Captain Marvel is. He never met her. No. As far as we know, I mean, he's hacked into a lot of the S.H.I.E.L.D. databases, so maybe he had some reference for her, but... Yeah, I mean, he knows Nick very pretty well. Right. But he's probably never seen her. Yeah. Maybe knows of her name, has heard of her, but that's probably about it, if anything. At at best. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, she uh, shows up right in front of them, Mm -hmm. and... Oh, hey. Oh, you need some some help? Yeah. Want me to lug your ass back to Earth? (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she flies them all the way back to Earth. Yeah. Just like that. No big deal. I mean, she's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the remaining Avengers that they meet are Rocket, mm-hmm. uh, Rhodes, War Machine. Yep. We've got Natasha, Black Widow. We got mm-hmm. Thor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Captain America. Yep. And Hulk. Is Thor there at that point? Don't they have to go get Thor? No, he's still there. They have to get him after the time skip. Uh, okay, yes, yes. But at this point, he's still there. He's still his fit self. Yes, I remember. Yes. I remember. Uh, so, you know, it's not like the junior varsity squad. You know, these are like the main guys for yeah. the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Captain Marvel brings them back. Pepper's there. She did not get snapped away mm-hmm. either. And everybody's happy to see Tony. Right. Happy he's alive. Nebula. Meh. Doesn't get quite the warm greeting. <laughs> and, you know, uh, again, like, there was a little bit of, you know, humor given to us with the Nebula-Tony relationship uh, when they're in you know, the football and such. Uh, and then everybody's back together again. And they have this conversation about, you know, the state of things and how thoroughly defeated everyone was. was. And... You would think, and I feel like if this was part of the Infinity War movie, there'd be some a couple of, you know, quippy, jokey moments thrown in this conversation. There aren't any. Yeah. It's all business. Yeah. Well, you figure half of everybody, all half of their friends all are gone, disappeared. Yeah. Probably not. Not a lot of time to make some quippy, quippy little one-liners. Well, yeah. I guess it just shows, like, the contrast between how everybody was reacting to what was going on in Infinity War and how they feel now. Right. Like, it's all fun and games until the villain wins. Yeah. It's all fun and games to get your ass kicked. Right. So, you know, Tony, you know, throws Captain America's words back at him of, you know, he had said, like, what if we lose? Captain America had said, then we lose together. And he's like, and we did. We all lost together. And, like, Tony's pissed. He's, like... Barely coherent. He can hardly stand up. He's lost probably like 50 pounds floating out on that spaceship. Yeah. Uh, everyone is trying to like calm him down and like 
He's a little angry. He's the situation. Uh, but it's bleak. Yeah. They don't have a... Even if they wanted to, at that moment, they don't have a way to reverse everything. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. You're like, well, now what am I supposed to do? Right. Just because, yeah, they're together, but what does that do? Right. Thanos isn't on Earth. Because we find out how long had passed since everybody got snapped and they were waiting for Captain Marvel to come back. Can't be that long. Couldn't have been a significant amount of time. It had to have been at least a little while for Tony. A couple weeks, months, maybe. Yeah. I think they might have meant. I think Tony might have mentioned it in his thing, in his message that he leaves for Pepper, but I don't... Yeah, I don't think it was more than maybe a couple of months. Yeah. At most. Uh, but we have Captain Marvel, who's like, well, I'm just going to go get him. I'm going to... I'll go do it. She decides unilaterally. And everybody's <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, we work as a team. Do you? And she's like, well... <laughs> You know, um, <laughs> and um, Thor finally s- speaks up, and he's like, I like her. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thor likes Captain Marvel. Yes. Good. Somebody needs to. Right. They're all, everybody's a little like, whoa there, Captain yeah. Marvel. Yeah. She's like, well, we're not going to sit around here and mope. What are we going to go do? And everybody's like, stay here and mope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, and then you have Nebula, who kind of knows where Thanos is going to be. Yeah. What are the chances? Convenient. But makes sense. Yeah. She's his daughter of sorts. Um, so, uh, we saw Thanos at the very end of Infinity War, out on his own little farm. And as soon as Nebula brings it up, and they're all like, okay, well, that's that's what we'll do. We'll go get him, and uh, we'll make him undo everything. Or if we can't make him do it, we'll kill him and do it ourselves with the stones. And they also mention that they tracked the readings of the output of the stones and compared what had happened when the snap occurred, and they had found a similar situation had happened very recently on the planet that they're going to visit, mm-hmm. where Thanos is. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. What does that mean? Right. I don't know. How many times you want to snap your fingers? Now is there a quarter of the world left? No. Well, no. But So they they all go off. They go on the ship. They're going to fly away. And uh, we cut to Thanos walking into his garden, picking up some fruit. He's got a, his entire left arm has shriveled, weakened. Um, it almost looked like it got, not like burnt, but like kind of. Yeah, it's like charred down. Yeah. Uh, it's about half the size of his other, his normal arm. He looks, uh... Looks tired. Yeah, he looks exhausted. Yeah. And uh, he's just, uh... He's just hanging out. He's just doing his own thing. Yeah. You know, he's living a life. Yeah. Seems perfectly content. Yeah, he seems pretty happy. It's pretty peaceful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as far as he's concerned, everything he wanted to do, he did. Yeah. And he's just going to sit in his hut by himself for all of eternity. Yep. Hope he has a book or a journal or something. Well, he's not immortal. Yeah. He would die. Would he? Yeah. I think so. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but we then cut back to the group. They are above the planet. Captain Marvel's like, I'll go check it out. And flies down. And flies back up. And she's like, it's just him. <laughs> There's no one else on the planet. Uh. Yeah. Like, she's really handy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they all 
fly down and um, surprise him, take it, catch him off guard, and quickly have him at weapon point. Yeah, they do a better job of that than a... Heckin' Star-Lord. <sighs> what a fucking idiot. <laughs> <coughs> fucking Peter Quill. The yep. new Thunderbolt Ross. My wrath has been... Diverted. Diverted elsewhere. And uh, Thor cuts off his arm. Yeah. And we uh, see... Not his arm. Well, cuts off his arm, and the gauntlet falls to the floor. Yeah. Rocket picks it up, and there's no stones in it. <laughs> Oopsies. And they're like, what did you What did you do with the stones? And he's like, I destroyed them. So, and like, some of, some of them don't believe him. Others are like, he wouldn't... I mean, he's not going to lie. You yeah. know, he doesn't have any reason to. And about like 20 seconds pass and you finally, and everybody starts to start to, it comes to the forefront of everyone's mind. They're like, well, now what? What are we going to do? And Thor, kind of realizing that Thanos really doesn't hold any value to them anymore if the stones are destroyed, uh, deals with it. Yeah. Cuts, cuts off his head. Yep. Just whack! I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because at that point, what, we're like half hour, 45 minutes into the movie? Barely. I'm like, now, now, now what are we going to do? It's a pretty huge thing. Yeah. And just sort of like, not out of left field, but it's just very sudden because it's over. I think the scene is the other, the rest of the group is like bickering amongst themselves. Like, what are we going to do? And I'm talking about the thing. And all of a sudden it cuts back to Thor just thwack. Yeah. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't really do anything. He just hacks his head off. Yep. This the time, end. This, all done. This time he went for the head. Yeah. He yep. should have. He didn't miss He should have last time. Exactly. So, yeah. And so... Obviously, you know, in this state, Thanos, not as full power, doesn't have any of the stones, so not even close to a fraction of the power he had during Infinity War, to be fair. But it's really striking just how easy it was for them to find him, trap him, and kill him yeah. without essentially any resistance right. whatsoever. And it's also a matter of if he's like, well, this is what I want to do. I, I mean, did it. I'm done. Who yeah. cares? And otherwise, what's he going to do for the rest of his life? Sit in his hut? Yeah, but, you know, there's only so long he can do that before it has to get annoying and frustrating. Yeah, after like five minutes, I'd be like, I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, there's no... The other part of it is, like, as soon as that happens, you know, you have those, you know, a few gasps and, like, looks of shock from the other people in the hut... But there, it's not like there's no swell of triumphant music. There's no, no. cheers. No there's one's no, happy about it. Yeah, no one's smiling. It's not like we did it. Yes, pats on the back, handshakes. Let's go get a beer. No. Yeah. It's like well, we got rid of him, but we aren't any any better off than we were before we got here. No. We have no stones. We don't know where they are. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to get back. Everybody's still dead. Yeah. Now he's dead too. Yeah. What's next? Yeah. Uh, so they all get back in the ship and leave. Yeah. And we get a cut to black. The movie's over. <laughs> I, I mean, like, you mentioned, like, the kind of gasps in the crowd when Hawkeye's family died. Like, just the same thing. Like, there were a lot of, like, 
Yeah. There Not was... gas, but like confused mutterings and. Yeah, there was some like, oh. Well, when... but, but, <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. There was some noises, yeah, when Thor hacked his head off. There was some like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think everybody was kind of befuddled after that. Like, well. Well, now what? Now what? And we get three words appear on the black screen five years later. First thing that went through your mind with that huge time skip. It's like, oh, okay. I didn't really know how to... I, that wasn't what I was expecting, Mm-mm. certainly. No. I was like, oh. Because like you said, we're like 35, 40 minutes into the movie. Yeah. But you figure the complications of what had happened and trying to figure out if it's fixable, how to fix it, probably take a little while. Right. Yeah, so I was like, I was surprised. A lot changes in five years. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we, I mean, five years in the MCU, up until that point, you know, goes back to, like, the first Guardians movie, before the first Guardians movie, uh, before Age of Ultron. Like, so many things have taken place in the previous five years, and then... Boom. That same amount of time has passed. Uh, were there supervillains? Who knows? Um, lots of lots of changes. Mm-hmm. And um, it adds a whole other thing that the movie has to do, which is like, okay, well, what's different? Okay. Now it's not just, okay, how do we reverse this? How do we change everything? But like now if you're going to give us five years in the future, why? Yeah, what has everybody been doing? Right. Because it doesn't really seem... It still seems like you get Black Widow at the... What I assume is the Avengers compound. Mm Mm-hmm. Sort of... Seems like she's in charge at this point. Yes. Kind of talking on... uh, I guess whatever the version of uh, superhero Skype is. Right, (laughs) FaceTiming. FaceTiming everybody everywhere else. Yes. You see Captain Marvel up in space. That's when we get what you mentioned. With the, like, oh, it'd be nice if you, you know, came down here and helped. And she's like, well, there's lots of other planets besides this one. Mm-hmm. I need to help everybody else, too. Because uh, she's there. War Machine mm-hmm. was there. Rocket. Yep. Nebula. Mm-hmm. And then Captain America is also with her. Like, yes, he seems to come in, which I don't think she was expecting. He sort of acts like he just sort of strolled in. in. Yeah. Yep. Kind of act like it's almost like their apartment, and that's kind of where everybody sort of lives when they're in town. Mm-hmm. Type of vibe to it. A little bit. Uh, we know Hulk is alive, but we don't see him mm-hmm. yet. Uh, we know Thor's alive. We don't know where he is. Yeah. Tony. Tony, Tony Pepper. Tony Pepper as well. Uh, and so things are dire. Everybody's, you know, they're trying to I do I don't even know if it's dire so much as it's just discouraging i guess you still get five years later and there's a lot of stuff that nobody's fixed you get kind of scenes of like empty baseball fields right and like overgrown kind of places and black widow's just sort of sitting there after she hangs up with everybody pretty bummed out Mm -hmm. i don't know it doesn't seem like there's been any new like super villain threats beyond i guess the normal normal stuff they're doing right i guess just kind of five years of your friends are gone. Not much has happened. Hard to move on. You see Captain 
like Captain America doing kind of survivor yeah. uh, therapy group sessions kind of with people who survived it, the snap mm-hmm. and what they're up to. Yeah. You sort of see that even though five years has passed, it's still a lot. Figure the amount of family members and partners and friends and whoever else that have disappeared. Like, how do you, if half of the population of the United States disappeared right now, how do you make up for that? I mean, you don't. Yeah. You can't. Um, if, if it was uh, the show Leftovers on HBO, basically had the same premise, except it wasn't half, it was 2%. And, like, the ramifications with 2% are enormous, let alone one of every two people, you know. And not, e- not even people, but living things. Right. You know, one of half of all cats, half of all dogs, half of all birds, half of all... The list goes on and on and on. And, mm-hmm. you know. What if there were pets and their people disappeared? Then there will probably be people whose pets disappeared and they can find each other. Hopefully. Yes. Maybe somebody's working on that. Hopefully. You know, there's so many new problems and, like, hurdles that have to be overcome uh, that the need for people facilitating that sort of thing like where was that before really it wasn't right and, and i'm sure there are a lot of other permutations of results and things now i'm sad no <laughs> um so captain america showed up and mm-hmm. tries to cheer up natasha but she is sad she's sad yes she misses hawkeye yes who's also still alive yes. and we don't know where he is Yes. Though nobody seems to be happy about what he's doing. No. We get little hints about it. Yeah. Um, they, they reference, I think, him being in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. I don't know if they said something about incidents. Yeah. That there was there was an incident and it seemed like Hawkeye was involved. Think, we think it was Clint. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, but all that aside, like... Nothing that they're doing seems to be moving in a direction to fix and bring back everyone else. It's right. all try to maintain what we have. Right. Of those guys, at least. So you figured those guys aren't the scientists necessarily no. of the group. True. Depending. So they have Nebula and, like, Rocket for kind of space travel. And I guess Captain Marvel's too. Mm-hmm. Though the actual science or whatever technology that's needed those are probably not the people that would be best equipped to do it that'd be more of a tony or a hulk Hulk. who i mean at this point we don't know what they're doing but like they could be off on off together you know yeah science buddies (laughs) yep they could be in the uh science lab at avengers avengers apartments and Mm -hmm. figuring that out but yeah we don't we don't see them we don't know what they're doing yet no uh and so then we get the rat How do you feel about the rat? <laughs> I just feel like there were so... Like, I understand that you have to come up with something yeah. to get this to happen, but I feel like there's other ways that this could have happened that were maybe more feasible. Mm-hmm. I guess if we're describing this scenario of when we last left Ant-Man, he was off in the quantum realm, mm-hmm. running around in there, checking the place out with... Uh, the rest of his posse. Yep. 
the Wasp and Michelle Pfeiffer and... Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, yeah. And the three of them, who are were in charge of bringing him back when he was done, all got snapped. Yes. So Ant-Man is left in the quantum realm without a way to get out. Mm-hmm. Until, so as we recall, they have a lot of their equipment in this van, this like creeper van. Yes. Uh, so he figures it's been five years. The van appears to have been put in storage. I don't know who owned the van, who was in charge of the van. It probably got, like, repossessed or something. Yeah. So that's, Which like, one question is, like, is... the van's just been in storage this whole time with this equipment in it. Like, nobody nobody broke into the place. Like, I don't know what the police state is in this sort of strange well, It's probably wasteland. bad. Yeah. But also, I mean, I think, you know, repossession and, like, recovering items that... The people who got snapped away had. I'm sure that's a booming business. Yeah. You know, if half of the world is gone. But all their stuff's still of, here. Half of the possessions have to go somewhere. Yeah. Are now and, unclaimed. Yes. And they it's either first come, first serve, or a service does it or something. And yeah. This but happened to be picked up. In and amongst all of these things, this van has just been sitting, presumptively in storage, for five years. Yep. Equipment is still in it. Yeah. And all of a sudden we see this this rat has climbed into the van, scurrying about, running around, causing trouble, and, oh, well, what is this? He's hit the button on the doodad that brings back Ant-Man. Sure does. How convenient. One in 400 million, however many futures Yeah. that uh, Doctor Strange foresaw. This was the one. This is the one. Yeah. Because, like... Even if they had something where the some a thief, you had Donald Glover who was a petty thief in one of the other movies. If he didn't mm-hmm. get snapped, maybe bring him back. Have him try and steal the van. Sure. It seems more logical that a human would have gotten in the van and been like, "What's this stuff do?" and start poking at things. Yep. That would have been a little more, I guess, plausible, logical, or even one of my questions was, if I don't know, like I said, I don't know who owned the van. Mm-hmm. I would maybe assume there wasn't anybody. Hank Pym. But like Michael Douglas. Why you somebody wouldn't have sold the van to somebody somewhere? I still think it would have made more sense for some sort of human to end up in the van and hit it. Baboop Paul Rudd back into the current time. Perhaps. Yes. And so being in the quantum realm, obviously time moves a little bit different there, so I think for him It's like five hours or something. Yeah, he hadn't been like gone. So he comes back, he's in this he's back in the van. The van's all covered in dust in the storage unit with a rat inside of it. <laughs> yes. And that that had to be a little jarring. Mm-hmm. So we see poor Paul Rudd out wandering kind of up and down the streets, he, looking around, seeing all the... He photos. does like a wagon with a couple of things on <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, some of the stuff that he must be he must be took out of the van. Yeah. Uh, also, you see the baffled kind of guy who's in charge of the uh, storage area. Ken Jong. Yeah. Where Paul Rudd just sort of comes wandering out and he's like, uh... <laughs> what? 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 Who are you? Where did you come from? Yeah. Paul Rudd just strolls off with his yeah. wagon. But yeah, he sees all the photos of the missing people. He sees all the kind of abandoned stuff. Yeah. Trying to figure out, like, what what the hell happened. He finds the uh, memorial ground that has all the names on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so here's another thing to kind of tack onto the rat, but... If I, I think we see him like he's he like looks through the name 
and then I think he like moves to the second pillar or whatever they are, looks through the names, and then he starts to figure out, okay, like the, he starts to put it two and two together. And so, uh, conveniently, the the next like <laughs> pillar ne- over is where his family's name would be, right, or whatever. And so he like he like pushes in front of somebody and he he finds his name. Right. Yeah, because you figure he's been missing and nobody knows. Everybody just yeah. assumes he got snapped. Of course. Because uh, all the people that knew where he was all got snapped too. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, so my thing is I don't mind if he's like, if like even the first pillar that he showed up to was the one that had his name like right in the middle. But I've seen the movie like five times and I know that if the names are in alphabetical order, he's like looking at the wrong, it doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> like the mat, the, the logic doesn't follow alphabetically speaking. Cause so, what is his name supposed to be? Uh, it's, um, Scott Lang. So L L and I'm pretty sure the last names of the first couple pillars he's looking at are completely different. So, if the first, like, your last name starts with a B, mm-hmm. if you come up to the pillar and the last name start with an S, there's no way your last name could possibly be within, like, ten feet of where you're standing. Well, I guess it could be if one end on one side starts at A, goes down that same side, and then kind of makes a U and comes back around to the end of the mm. alphabet. I don't buy it. I don't like it. <laughs> It's very trivial. Doesn't affect my enjoyment of the movie. I know. I was going to say, I have all the things to complain me. about. Or it to still be happy bothers about me. In this movie. It still the, bothers me. The placement of his name on the memorial plaque does I don't not know. line up. I guess, like, when I look at something like this, if this movie was, like, 90 minutes long, had, like, a $5 budget, you know, who cares? But this is a three hour movie advertised as, like, the biggest event ever. It made the most money ever. It has, like, the most actors ever to be in a movie, ever. It has, you know, it, it has so, such lofty, 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 lofty things. There have to be, like, 25,000 people working on this movie in one capacity or another. Whether they're acting in it, behind the camera, making the special effects. How many people were tasked with, like, continuity errors? Right. On not just the movie, but like the movie related to the rest of the MCU. There have to be a lot, especially when we get further in this movie and they go back in time. Right. So many continuity errors could have been in this movie. Right. It's just like, come on. The the man just got <laughs> pulled back out of the quantum realm by a rat who stepped on the button. Like, Right. Like, you know, but that's not a continuity error. No. Like if his if his shirt changed colors in this scene for no reason. Right. No, I understand. Like, obviously that. that's a problem. <laughs> They're not going to let that go. If they forgot to animate the hands of the characters that are supposed to be cats to look like cat hands. Some movies just let that happen. That, I'm, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, <laughs> obviously not egregious as, not as egregious as cats, but it's just like, it would really bother me. <laughs> now I can think about just the bad cat hands. <laughs> bad cat hands. Um, <laughs> and why some of the characters had shoes and some didn't. <laughs> so he finds his name yes but he doesn't see anybody else's name that he recognizes that i remember right and he rushes to his house or i guess it would have been his ex-wife's house possibly i would think so yeah uh and uh concerned about cassie yes his daughter but 
she's uh she's there. Yeah. Cassie got a lot bigger. Cassie's much years. bigger. She grew <laughs> yeah. up. Uh-huh. She grew up. Because I remember how old Cassie was supposed to be in the other movies, like eight-ish. Yeah. Yeah, so we have, like, teenage Cassie now. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, why is this? Because, yeah, he shows up at the house. He starts banging on the door. Screen door, conveniently. It's summertime. The door's open. So he kind of, like, bangs on the door and yells. And Cassie comes to the door. Mm-hmm. She's just as baffled as he is about seeing, like, when he realizes, like, oh. And then you can tell he's like, what? He's First, he's, like, glad, obviously, that she's there. And right. he's also like, what has happened? Yeah. Because does he ask her, like, how long has it been? I don't think I don't think we see any him so. asking anybody, like, what's going on. No. He asks, he's there's just... a kid on a bike, I think, that rides past mm-hmm. him. He tries to talk to, but the kid on the kid bike just, just like... sort of stares at him. <laughs> like, why are you talking to me, old guy? Yeah. Uh, right, yeah, it's, uh, you know, long movie, but a lot of stuff has to happen, so they kind of, like, yeah. he figures out something's wrong, he's not there, he goes, finds Cassie, she's okay. Yes. He's, okay. Mm-hmm. The one thing that matters most to him is okay. Yes. Now he can handle everything else. Yes. Now <laughs> he can go figure out what the heck is going on. Yes. Uh, so he, uh, goes to, uh, the Avengers base. Yeah, kind of like the first time he's there, he just sort of comes barging in, like, freaking out, and everybody's like, what is happening? Because first he kind of has to introduce himself, like, right. if you guys remember me, I'm Ant-Man. Ant-Man, hi! And Captain Marvel and Black Widow are like, uh... Is Captain Marvel there? Oh, not Captain Marvel, uh, Captain, uh, America. Captain America. Yes. yes. <laughs> They're just like, mm, Right, because they, I mean, they were there when he showed up, but... Yeah. so they've met him before, but obviously they haven't seen him. He wasn't at the big endgame fight. Mm-mm. He hasn't really been around since the Civil War fight, interacting with the others, because in Infinity War, he's not... Well, yeah, in Infinity War, he's not there. Right. He's been in the Quantum Realm for five years. Right. His Ant-Man and the Wasp didn't interact with any other Marvel characters. Yeah, besides... Yeah, no, not even that one. I was going to say he met Falcon the one time, but that was when they ran into each other. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. So they're probably like, where have you been? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Where have you been for five years? And he's like, well, it hasn't been five years for me. Yeah. He's like, it's been like 20 minutes. Five hours. Five hours, whatever it was, yeah. Yeah. And so... And then I came back and it was not five hours here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of time has passed. Which, to be fair, like, they kind of knew that already. At least, not not they, but... Uh, Ant-Man knew from Michelle Pfeiffer being stuck in the Quantum Realm for as many years as she was, that time passes differently. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they were in the process of testing that out and other things. Yes. So, well, and so, you know, he has a little bit of a foot to stand on, theorizing that, well, maybe we could, if we had a smart enough person and <laughs> knew what they were doing, mm-hmm. you know, we could, I think he, I think the way he describes it is like, you go in at one point and come out at a different point, mm-hmm. you know, so if he went forward in time, why couldn't they go backward in time right. or something to that effect? It's like, well, maybe... We're not smart enough to figure this out. You're asking the wrong group of us. Yeah. So they go find somebody who can. Yes. And I believe they go to Tony first. Yes. Yes, I don't know the exact sequence of events where they go gather everybody up. But I think Tony go... has to be one of the first people. Yeah, I think the first place they go is Tony. Yeah. They all show up. 
and Scott goes through his explanation again. He's like, so we go back, we get the stones, we snap Thanos away before he can snap us. Right. At this point, have we seen Tony's family situation? Like, yeah, we, we go, he's there at this his house. Yeah, he's at his house. He's, he's kind of, he seems like a Clint now. He's kind of retired-ish. Yeah. He's out. Got a kinda, daughter. Got cabin out in the country. Has He and Pepper have a daughter. Yeah. They, so, they're doing okay. Yeah. Relatively, all things considered. Yeah, you figure they're probably... Probably not a lot of people were able to still have their same partner that survived, and Mm-mm. they didn't have a kid at the time, but they were able to have one since then. Yeah, so. which, you know, they had a kid, presumably at a hospital, and given Tony's financial situation, presumably with the best possible care. Yes. Uh, which, you know, just like thinking about things like that in a world where half of the people are dis- are gone. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure the hospital staff are just like, way overwhelmed by like everything that you know all the people who got into car accidents because other drivers disappeared all the like this 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 this, this so right. many things you yeah know, there's so many things to consider yeah i mean probably in that amount of time it's balanced out a yeah a little bit they figure there's half as many patients but also it's like well what if disproportionately more if the surgeons heart surgeons got snapped right then emergency room doctors or like pediatricians or whatever like the amount of i'm sure medical care has gotten very expensive if you want the good doctors mm-hmm. the very best doctors because who knows they how many of those exist. dr strange should get his hands fixed yeah he could be making some bank <laughs> well he was snapped away but well, valid but yes. you know see exactly <laughs> yeah the best doctor you know the most powerful doctor in the world yeah um so yeah he's got a kid house kind of hanging out you know, he seems nice. Seems like you know, good dad, good life, good family. Uh, I don't know. He seems like he doesn't work. I think Pepper still works. Like whatever is left of Stark Industries, she's overseeing, and maybe he's like a consultant. Yeah, because it seems like they still have a lot of their, I guess, some of their equipment still in their house. So yeah. Maybe they're sort of, yes, consulting. I'm sure he needs something to do in his free time. Yeah. And uh, well, he still has. Not like a lab. Doesn't he still have like kind of at his at this house like a building for him to go do stuff? Does he do something? I don't remember what he's doing. I don't know. I don't know. There's a building necessarily, but like he has. He's. It makes the movie tell is telling me that like he hasn't been Iron Man once no. since that <clears throat> since five years ago. Yeah, it seems like he's more been hanging out at home. Maybe it mm-hmm. seems like he had tried at first to try and figure out a way to do something and he couldn't figure it out yeah eventually he sort of gave up on that yes but we have a we have a new idea maybe a new perspective quantum realm and he looks at ant-man and he's like you want to do a time heist (laughs) (laughs) basically yeah and like admittedly you know you you phrase it that way it sounds silly right but at the same time given like all the things that these characters have experienced like the fact that somebody can snap their fingers and half of the universe disappears like nothing is outlandish nothing is too ridiculous at this point right uh, you know uh, yeah but from tony's perspective also like he's sort of like you know sure that sounds like a good idea but no like yeah. it's not gonna work I'm not gonna bother trying to figure it out like it's just what's happened has happened there's not really much we can do about it at this point besides Try and move on. Also, like, the way they're talking about it, they want to 
go back. Yes. And he doesn't want that because he's got a family now. Right. Selfishly or not, like, he's not really in bad shape. No. And who knows what happened if you go back, if you screw it up. Right. Does happens? he lose his Yeah. Does kid? he stay and Pepper leaves? Pepper gets snapped. They screw it up and, you know, a different version different. of what happened happens. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It's a huge risk. Yeah. Even if, you know. Does he get snapped? I don't know. And, you know, it's it's interesting that of all the characters that seems to have made out best in what has come come to be, it's Tony, the guy who had all the money, who had all the fame, who had all the success. You know, the outside of Clint, like, was the only one who seemed to have, like, a stable relationship. Right. If you can call him and Pepper having a stable relationship up until this point. Yeah. Relatively, compared to... Com- yeah, compared to a lot else, of everybody especially, else. Especially, yeah. You know, he he was far and away one of the better off Avengers before the snap happened. Right. And after the snap, he is... It, it's even a wider gap. Right. Relative to everyone else. Everybody else sort of almost got stuck where they were five years ago. Mm-hmm. Whereas he's at least been able to kind of move forward and move on and do right. some different stuff. You know, the rich get richer, yeah. in a sense, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. And yet, despite all of that, I can't fault him for, you know, how he feels. Right. You can't, you know, it's it's one thing when you're in a spot where, you know, I lost something and I need to get it back or you know I didn't have anything and I still don't have anything really but I know everybody else lost stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, but then you know you look at Ant-Man and like the one thing he wanted to have he still has he still has Cassie and he's still willing to go do this even at the cost of possibly there being a world where he's not there or she's not there right yeah but yeah, and he doesn't even really seem to not take that into consideration, but, like, you can tell that he's like, okay, Cassie's here, good, but he's like, everything else is so messed up, mm-hmm. like, if we can fix it, we have to fix it. Right. If there but, is a way, we have to try. Right. But also, he hasn't been there for the last five years with all these people who presumptively have already been trying to fix it for that long, and mm-hmm. they're all, they're probably at this point, like, we tried this, we tried that, we've tried everything, like, yeah. it's just, it's not happening. Right. So... So Tony's like, you can stay for dinner, but we're not talking about this anymore. Right. But they, so they leave. Yes. But Tony, Tony being Tony. Well, first, I think first. they go see Hulk. Because they, as they're leaving, they're like, well, now what? Yeah. And they're like, well, we'll go find another big brain. Yes. Well, whose brain is as big as this guy? And I'm like, well, <laughs> there's one other. Yes. There is another. There is another. Uh, and they go find Hulk. Right. At a, like, diner? I that's think? where they, for, yeah, that's where yeah. they run into him. <laughs> they run into him at a diner. Or, well, they must be meet up with him at a diner. diner. I'm sure they didn't run into him. But, right, right. Yeah. Um, so Hulk, after the time skip, uh, lots of, lots changed. But from a character perspective, he's kind of the, uh, the comic relief of the movie from this point on, in a lot of ways. Yeah, a little bit. There's a little bit with Thor, but sure. a lot of, this section of it is just shenanigans basically it's very shenanigans (laughs) and it's a lot yeah so in the in the in the there's certainly some parts of this that could have been removed from the movie to make more space for other things like uh yes for example getting the 
names accurately portrayed on the memorial for you. Right. Um, so Hulk, in his, you know, ingenious, or genius, I guess, not ingenious, but has figured out a way in the five years that we've been gone to fuse his two sides. Yes. Human scientist Bruce Banner with green giant Hulk. Yes, so we get Mark Ruffalo speaking in Mark Ruffalo voice, speaking coherently and normally with his glasses (laughs) and his, I guess, normal outfit. He has clothes on, right? Yes. Yeah. In the big green hulked out Hulk body. Mm-hmm. Which is just kind of odd. He's super hyped about it. He's real excited. Yeah, he's in a great mood. <laughs> he's got like fans. Yeah, he like takes pictures with people who just show up, kids who just come up. Yep. Um, and you know he kind of latches on to this idea, this time travel thing. He's into it. He wants yeah. to do it. He wants to try to help. Right. Um. So uh, they got they got a scientist. Boom. Step one. Yes. Done. Mm-hmm. And then well, I think the thing we see next is uh, them testing it. Yes. He comes up with a few few ideas, mm-hmm. and Scott agrees to be the guinea pig. <laughs> yes. Don't know if he regrets that. Maybe. Yeah, it didn't go great a couple times. No. Um, let's see what he comes back young. Yeah, he comes back as like is he like a baby baby? I think first he goes back at, like, 12-ish. Yeah. And he's sort of like, what did you guys do? And then they're like, all right, we'll try it again. And then he comes back as, like, 80 years old. Yep. Nope. Wrong. Nope. Not a... Nope. Nope. And then he comes back as a baby. Yep. Still not right. Yep. And I think they finally get him back as actual Scott. Yeah. And Relatively. he comes back, like, all, like, sweaty and disheveled. Like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it doesn't go so well. They, they don't... Yeah. There's something missing. And so we cut to Tony. Yep. Sitting at home. Kind of. Contemplating. I think they... I don't know if this was the same. I think it was relatively soon after that they had left. The other Avengers had shown up and left. I think it was that night. You see... Um, you see Tony sort of at the house. He's in the kitchen. I think like washing dishes or just hanging out. Um, and he looks over and he sees a photo that he still has of him and Peter Parker. Yes. He sort of, you can tell that, that, of course, of all things, he'd always been very attached to Peter. So he sort of sees the picture. You can tell he starts kind of feeling, feeling a little guilty, mm-hmm. feeling a little bad, thinking about like, what, what if there is a way? Yeah. Like, is, is this really feasible? And you can see him sort of messing, starting to mess with his equipment. Starting this to hologram thing. Yeah, starting to kind of tinker with it. You can tell that the wheels are starting to spin a little bit. Mm-hmm. He kind of sits down with Pepper, and Pepper's, she knows. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of. He basically says kind of what we've been saying, like, "Well, why? What if I? What if I can fix this? What if we can go back?" But then he's like, "Well, then what if this, we lose this? Yeah. Right. What if this isn't a thing anymore?" And Pepper basically is like, "You know, if you can, if you can fix it, of all the things that happened to all the other people." You have to try to. Yeah. It sucks. Yes. In a way. Like, you know, it's it's a... It's a variation of, like, the trolley problem. Mm-hmm. You know, if you... 
it's it's interesting, you know, when you think of the trolley problem, you generally think of like, do I want one person to die or a hundred people to die? Mm-hmm. But in this instance, it's do I want my life or do I want everyone else to have their lives back? Right. Kind of a thing. And of course, there's the third option where it's a completely, you know, question mark what happens. Right. But, you know, if there's any chance you can shift that track. Yeah. You know, what do you do? He's, I mean, yeah. he's kind of fought the idea, this, this reputation of being a hero. Most of the time he's been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. You know, parts of it. He takes on parts of it as being like, I'm Iron Man, look yeah. at me in my press conferences. Mm-hmm. But then at other times, yeah, he's sort of, uh, I think he gets a little overwhelmed by the pressure of it all. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, because he's kind of forced to be, you know, the opposite, or rather the, the other half of Captain America, the kind of group leader. Mm-hmm. People look up to him. You know, people respect him. He's got a lot of authority in, within the Avengers, even if he is, you know, hot-headed, sassy, and that kind of thing. And so he, he's kind of left with, I, uh, you know, I gotta, yeah. this has to, I, I, you know, he can't, he can't get away from it. Right. Really. I believe specifically what happens is that he spent probably most of the night tinkering with his equipment and looking at his holograms and, you know, moving stuff around and testing things out. And I think he figured out, like, this could maybe work. Mm-hmm. It's a possibility. Yeah. And Pepper basically implies, like, you already know, like, what you need to do. Yeah. It's just, you you know, it's a question you probably don't really want to, but you know what you need to do. Right. And Tony's basically like, I know. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Um, so, the next day, over at Avengers... Now question, have Please. we retrieved, when do we retrieve Clint and Thor? Um, I don't remember if they are there when Tony comes back to the squad or if when that happens. Uh, I don't remember. I think it's after Tony shows up, though. Yeah. Either way. So Tony at least gets there so they can Tony actually start there. testing stuff he's out for like, real. He's like, do you turn into a baby? And like... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> He's like, all right, I got your solution. Yeah. Uh, he gives Cap a new shield. Nice. Um, but, and I think they end up, they figure out what they need to do. They also know that they have a set number of fuel cells, essentially, yeah. to do it. Is it the pin particles that they're using yeah, to the pin do particles. this? Yeah. So they can only do it so many times. Mm-hmm. And that's when they go grab the rest of the team. That they can. So uh, Hulk and Rocket go to grab Thor. Mm-hmm. And Natasha goes after Hawkeye. Right. So Hawkeye first, I guess. Yeah. So we've heard about some incidences. Yes. With Hawkeye. Don't sound great. Mm-hmm. So we saw Clint at the opening of the movie. Having a nice time with his family out on his farm. He's retired. All of a sudden he turns around. Everybody's gone. As expected. Uh, didn't deal with that. Super great. No. No, because he was a little bit of a vigilante kind of when he was first introduced. A little bit. To the group, yeah. He was a little more wild man than some of the others, I guess. And then we like kind of learned about his family and they kind of got rid of that side of him. Yeah. It almost felt like they didn't 
plan for it as much. Right. But it's there. Yeah. So, uh, he has gone back to... I don't know who he's supposed to be, but he has his... He still has his... Does he have his bows and arrows? He has swords. Yeah, he has his sword. I think he still has his bow and arrow, probably. Yeah. So he's... We've run into him in, I guess, somewhere in downtown Asian city. Yeah, Tokyo Tokyo somewhere. Almost Uh, seems like he's confronting the Yakuza. Some, like, gang leader out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So basically he's become a vigilante, fighting bad guys, still... However, he's just sort of massacring people, really, at this point. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's going after the bad guys, but it's less about, like, oh, I'm going to catch this guy and, you know, get, get him arrested and do the real thing. He's like, I'm just going to slaughter him, slaughter everyone around, leave yeah. a bloody trail of destruction in my wake. Taking out his anger a bit on uh, the bad dudes of the world. Right. And even, you know, he gets into this, you know, confrontation with the kind of leader of this one gang. And he kind of, like, throws it back at him, like, what are you doing? You know? Like, you're killing us for all the bad things we've done. And, you know, here you are, you know, just cutting through all of us. Yeah. uh, You know, without any discernment. Yeah. You think you're a good guy. You're not being a good guy. Yeah. No matter, like, what you're doing, you're not being a good guy. Yeah. There's a You're difference. not any better than the rest of us. There's at this a point. difference between a hero and a vigilante. Yeah, and uh, it's not a super like crystal clear one always. Right. But there's definitely a difference. Yeah. And he is really, really pushing that line. Yeah. He's got a sweet mohawk now because he's edgy. I hate that mohawk so much. <laughs> he's guy, got guy's like, like fifty years old. <laughs> it looks awful to me. He's got his uh, robe. I think he's some sort of like black like eye makeup under his eyes yeah he looks real emo real edgy yeah real not so great (laughs) um kills the leader guy yeah looks like maybe he's supposed to be like the drummer of my chemical romance from back in the day (laughs) but with a sword yes (laughs) um and uh it's raining of course Mm -hmm. of course mood the mood you have to set the scene and uh, the rain is his tears. Stupid. <laughs> and so he, so he turns and, around. Yeah. Anyway, he slaughters everybody. Yeah. He's just sort of standing there like, this hasn't made me feel better. Uh, nothing can fill the void in my soul. And then you sort of hear, or he, I don't know if he hears her. I don't remember who says something first, but Natasha appears behind him. she says something first. So basically like, oh, hey. And he's like, So she just, you know, he's going through all this stuff and she tries to approach it from a standpoint of, I get it. It's a lot. You've been through a lot, maybe worse than any of us, but need you to come in now. Right. We, get, we gave you a long leash. <laughs> None of us came after you. Right. We understood. Which I don't remember if they said if she. I would assume she of all people was probably the one trying to reason with him in the first place. Right. And I don't know how much she, with everything else going on, how much she tried to settle him down when things started, or if he just sort of took off and they couldn't find him. Right. That's sort of more the impression that I get. Yeah, and so she, um, 
she's like, I think she get, basically gets him on board by giving him like, I think we can fix it. And he's like, I'm in. No, con- like once he can, if he thinks there's a way to bring back his family, yeah, he's he'll do anything. Yeah, and I think I think even in that moment, you kind of feel it inside of him. Like he doesn't want to be doing this. Right. It's not really fixing the problem. Right. And he knows that. Yeah. But it's something that he just can't not do. Yeah. If he's not doing that, what is he going to do? Yeah, he has no home. Well, he still has his house probably, but like he has no family. Yeah. It'd be so empty. Yeah. He's already been doing all this stuff. Like, how do you go back to all your friends who are good guys? How do you be the person that you were after everything that he's done? Right. It's a huge shift. Right. So at this point, he's basically like, well, either if it works, it works. If it doesn't, then not going to be any worse off than I am right now. So what difference sure, does it make? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's the opposite of Tony. Right. You know, yeah. there's nothing, nothing to lose. Yeah. Um, so we got, we got Clint. Hawkeye is on board. Let's get Thor. Let's go find Thor. So it seems as though... So we last left the Asgardian people that were left on their ship after they got slaughtered. We don't really see what happened to them in the snap. Because we had already seen them before when they sort of got... Taken over. Yeah, taken over by Thanos in the first place. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what's left of them, they seem? As appropriate, Asgardian sounds Scandinavian. They yep. seem to have settled up in the Nordic region somewhere. Yes. The Scandinavian countries. are in Norway. Yep. So they're kind of up there. They sort of... Looks like they have a little fishing community. Yeah, it looks very nice. Yeah, everybody seems pretty happy. We see... Uh, well, happy, as happy as they can be, I guess, on... You know. I wonder how they sort of translate to being on Earth. Because I don't know if we ever figured out what the Asgardian people are. Well, yeah, and I think people. I mentioned this before. Like, are they just stronger, faster? Do they yeah. live longer? Looks yeah. like they live longer. But does that <laughs> translate to Earth is a good question. Right. Um, yeah, don't really get an answer for that. But all the people that are left are now they seem just like a normal, regular fishing village. Yes. We meet Valkyrie again. Yep, she's there. Nice she to seems see to her. almost be like the mayor. Kind of. Like Thor is supposed to be in charge, but uh, he's not really being in charge. No. So she is take. She's. She's the one running the show, really. Pretty much. Yeah. Probably for the better. Yeah, that's I'll, probably a better choice in the first place anyway. Yes. Uh, and she kind of even gives them, like, a warning, like, he doesn't want to see anybody. Yeah. He's just sort of, yeah. He's around, but he's he's not doing super great. She no. figured Thor, kind of the same scenario. Not that he got, he didn't really get along with Loki, but still his brother. They yeah. kind of. And, I mean, all of his people. They begrudgingly looked out for each other. So Loki's gone. Yep. Uh, his dad had passed away in the last movie. Mm-hmm. His mom's been gone for a while. Sister so, killed in the last movie. No love lost. Quote unquote but, sister, yes. But um, you know he had to watch Heimdall get killed earlier. Yeah. In Infinity War, half or however many of his people that were on the ship once mm-hmm. he thought he'd all that worked, thinking he was at least saving them. Yeah. If not his planet, at least they could all go somewhere. That didn't work. No. And then. The kind of kicker to all of this is that of every person involved in the war, no one had a better chance to stop Thanos than he did. Peter Quill. Well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Peter absolutely could have changed what he he had done and they stopped him there. Right. At least it seems that way to us. Right. And at this point, Thor really has never lost a fight. No. He's been down, but he's Thor. Thor. 
Yeah, he's a god. He wins fights. That's yes. what he does. And he didn't. He lost. Yeah. Besides all his family, all his kind of new... His new family, or his new friends at least. Mm-hmm. Half of them are gone. Yep. So, he's not doing super happy. No. They find him. Uh, kind of hold up. Yeah, in his house, I guess. You have... Um... He does have two friends, though. <laughs> oh, what are, what are their names? Um, I can't think of... Uh, Korg. Korg, yes. And... Uh, oh, man, I don't remember that other, the, the little tiny one's name. But uh, I don't remember Korg that. is there. Yes, basically the two, <laughs> two, two guys he met while he was on... Uh, was it the planet with Hulk, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. They somehow, I guess, hitched a ride off of that planet with everybody else. I don't know how he got off of there, because didn't we see the, like just him and they, Valkyrie? And they Hulk showed up leave? with Loki. Okay, when Loki save, ended up back. Yeah, when Loki ended up. Gotcha. And then, yeah, they all kind of joined in with these Guardians. and Yeah. Now they're there. Yeah. They're, like, they're hanging they're... out at Hulk's bachelor pad. Yeah, they're playing some some video games and yeah. trash talking everybody. And yeah, they're playing. Uh, what's that game called? Uh, Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah, they're playing Fortnite. Some teenage kid is trash talking Thor, so he's like freaking out and threatening him over his like. I will headset. fly to your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they're they're like eating chips, hanging out. The place looks kind of trashed. Uh, Thor. Thor's. Uh, Thor's changed. Yeah, Thor. I don't know. I don't know what a god has to do to maintain his uh, physical build. We've never seen him to... like lift weights. No, it doesn't seem like he has to, you know, exercise. But yeah. apparently, he does because you can tell he hasn't been. Well, and the other part of it is like we've seen him eat lots during the movies, like feasts and things, especially on Asgard. Yeah. Um, but I guess if you're running around saving the planet, you're probably burning some calories. Too, oh yeah. So. But uh, I guess sitting like, on your ass playing Fortnite and eating Doritos and pizza is not doing that for you. Yeah, I can just see him like ordering a whole pizza and just rolling it up like a burrito. Yeah, like I think he's drinking beers. Like I think he's drunk lots. when they show up. Yeah, yep, lots, lots of beers. Uh, so yeah, he's uh, he's got some dad bod. Oh yeah, a lot. A lot, a lot of dad bod. He does not look great. Doesn't have a six pack now. He's got a full keg. Oh boy. <sighs> um. He, look, he looks like the dude, kind of, from The Big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. A little heavier. Got that vibe, but, yeah. 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 And so he... I mean, contrary to what we heard from Valkyrie, he's pretty happy to see Hulk and, and Rocket show up. Yeah, you know, at Initially, first, he's yeah. like, he's like, oh, guys! Yeah, because he doesn't know why they're there. He's just no. like, oh, these guys are here. Yeah, cool. Come play, come play. Come play video games. Would you like some Doritos? Yes. <laughs> First of all, yes, I would. Yeah, right? Um, but I'd hang out and play video games for probably an hour or two before I was like, so. <laughs> I mean, you're going back in time. How big, how, what does an hour matter? Yeah, right. So, but then things have to be a little serious. Yeah. Uh, there's, they, they kind of, Hulk kind of brings up, like, we may have figured out a way to f- go back. Right. And... Thor's not about it. No, they specifically say, mention Thanos. Mm-hmm. And Korg is immediately like, no, you don't, do not even mention his name. Yeah. Like, don't, we don't do that. Thor's like. Yeah, that about sets him off right there. And like, they, they push a little more. 
and Thor goes off on this tangent of, you know, I killed him. Did you, did you, I killed him. I cut his head off. He dead. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and he's right. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, it it's something that, like, it's just been eating away at him. Yeah. The whole five years. Yeah. It, it, the guilt it, that he did not do that the first time. Yes. Specifically him being taunted about it. Like, should have gone for my head. I, I You can't even imagine, like, that one split second decision leads to you know, a, a countless number of deaths. Right. Because everybody else, I mean, there's maybe little things here and there, but I don't think anything of substance anybody else could have done to change anything else that happened. Right. Other than Peter keeping yeah. his shit together for like five fucking seconds. Right. Peter fucking Quill. But like other than that, nobody was really going to be able to do anything Mm-mm. except Thor. He's the only little piece of the puzzle that could have tweaked what he did slightly and led to a different outcome. Right. Everything else was like, you might have held him off for a few more minutes, a few more hours, maybe a couple more days, but like, he is inevitable. Inevitable. Yeah. Exactly. It's gonna happen eventually. Exactly. Um, so it's tough, you know, like they're trying to talk him through this this plan and, and try to, you know, hey, look, like, this isn't, this isn't nothing. This isn't, you know, a, just a this whim. This isn't like a maybe. Like, this is like, we could theoretically we, probably we, do this. We can really bring it all back. Yeah. The, the mistakes that have been eating at you. We can go back and correct them. Right. And plus you figure the whole big thing with Thor was him being worthy right. of his title. Like, he well, he hadn't been worthy. He hadn't done what he was supposed to do. And he was finally getting to that point and then he sort of screwed something up. Which was, I think, a lot of the scenarios before is that he would, like, go off the handle, like, thinking that he was helping and he mm-hmm. wasn't helping. Right. And finally he sort of got to the point, like, I did something. I did something good. And then it turns out... Not quite. No. Not exactly. And it's not even like, obviously what he did, you know, the axe into Thanos' chest is still a lot. Yeah, like more than anyone else was doing at that point. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, we, we reference how like, you know, a foot higher and like, no snap. Right. But. Or even if like, what if he had cut his arm off? Could he have still done, done it somehow that way? I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, it's not like he made... It's not like he did the wrong thing. He just didn't do the most right thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And yet, because of the consequences, it doesn't matter how close to being right he was. Yeah. 99% on this test is not good enough. Right. And so he feels like a failure. And it takes a lot of work. Well, let's... Sort of. It (laughs) sort of takes a lot of work to get him on board. Because ultimately, it doesn't really. Does he go willingly, though, or do they drag him off? He goes mostly willingly. I think Rocket says something about, like, we have tons of alcohol or something on the ship. (laughs) And Thor, who at that, up until that point, was, like, being a grumpy grump, just kind of, like, looks at him and he's like, what kind? Yeah. And he's good. Yeah. I think at that point, Thor's just like, well, worst case scenario is I can just go hang out with these guys. Yeah. I'm just sitting if, at home playing video games, so, I'm, you know, I can always come back to that later. Yes. If I'm, if I'm, you know, if I can just get drunk there, eh, that yeah. sounds fine, too. Yeah. I 
haven't seen my other friends. I haven't seen them in a while. Yeah. I'm intrigued that Valkyrie does not go with them. I don't even think they asked Valkyrie. I no. Guess. Well, I guess no one really knows who she is outside of Thor. And Hulk, Korg. yeah. Even Hulk, I guess. Yeah. Hulk knows her, um, but Hulk was like, oh, hey. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But I guess somebody needs to look after the fishing village. <laughs> Somebody's got to be in charge. Sure. So, team has been assembled. Yes. And now they need somebody to test out the time travel. Mm-hmm. And now they're trying to explain how time travel works. So, I've seen a lot of movies that have time travel in them. Mm-hmm. And they all operate a little differently than each other. Because every time you go back in time, every time you go forward in time, something... You know, the, the reason you're doing that isn't just to, like... I just want to go back to the 1930s and live in the 1930s. No, 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 no. You're going back in time to, like, get lottery numbers. You're going back in time to, like, put money in the stock market. You're going back in time to save somebody's life who dies. And you being there when you're not supposed to be there in the first place is going to affect other things. Yes. Something is going to change either in in some tiny or large way, and it's going to affect everything else. Yes. Whether it's Back to the Future or uh, Primer, or Looper, or whatever else, something, uh, you can't alter time without enormous ramifications. Right. And every movie tries to explain, or just, or completely ignores the problem, (laughs) one way or the other. Yes. And so, I think generally, when you think about time travel, if I go back to a a year ago... Like, a lot of the, like, kind of cardinal rules, like, you can't be seen by yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can't... Anything you change then changes what happens now. So if I go back and, like, you know, kill my great-great-great-great-grandfather, then I snap out of existence. <laughs> yes. But then I couldn't have gone back to kill him. And so, like, what the hell just happened? How did anything happen at all? It doesn't make any sense at all. So... Some movies try to take that the most practical, logical way possible. Uh, some just hand wave it away. Uh, Endgame kind of falls in the middle a little yeah. bit. So, And it introduces a sort of new explanation to time travel, which I kind of like. Yeah. The theory of time travel is not something I care about. So usually <laughs> when they try and explain what's happening, I'm like, I don't... I just sort of zone out. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know the logistics of what's going on. I don't care. Well, I guess it's and less... I, and I always get confused. And the whole thing, I, I in theory... I also, it's also been a while since I read the explanation of it, but... Right. In theory, like, I kind of get it, but... Mm. It's a daunting addition to, like, anything. You know, we've been... We kind of got introduced to time travel with Doctor Strange... But that wasn't really time travel so much as time manipulation. Yeah, it was you know? almost like literally hitting the rewind button on your like on a video. Like yeah. you would see it sort of like just what had happened, just play back. Right. So you get back to the point of like, okay, this happened like, and it wasn't really huge chunks of time. It was like, okay, we rewound back like five minutes. Right. Now we can try again. Yes. But now they're going back like eight years, not seven years yeah. at, the, at the most. Yeah. For, at, at first, at least. Yeah, because what they're doing is they're trying to go back and... Grab all the stones. Get the stones before Thanos gets the stones, yes. basically. Mm-hmm. 
So they have to start from the beginning of him trying to get the stones, not just five years ago when everybody got snapped. Boom away. Right. Got to go back a little further in time than that. Yeah. So the way... Because, like, they even make the same thing. Like, they go back in time and they... Like, I think Don Cheadle, like, pantomimes, like, killing and strangling baby Thanos. Like, why not just do that? Yes. Yeah, because they're, like... Because they're talking about, like, oh, we can go back and get the stones. And he sort of brings up, like, well... Hold on a sec. Well, what? That seems hard. <laughs> what if we just, you know... And everybody's like, what? And he's like, what if, what if we just find little Thanos and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> and everybody's like, well, first of all, whoa. <laughs> but, and then I think Hulk says, like, second of all, that's not how time travel works. Which, fine, like, we're about to go explain how time travel works. But how do you know that's not how time travel works when it's literally the first time it's ever been done? You're already going back in time and, like, changing stuff. Just go for his head right then. Yeah. He's a baby. He can't fight back. And so the way I understand it is that it's not me going back to last year and having an effect and like, I don't know, I choose, I convince you to get a different cat than the one we got a year ago. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> and I come back to the present and it's just as though we've lived the past year with a different cat. No, 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 no. Not how it works. Right. We go back in time and it creates a new branch of yes. time so <laughs> i'm like my mind is like overclocking itself already <laughs> but if we're so they're going back they get all the time stones or all the all the infinity stones they do what they're going to do like whether that's get rid of thanos or come to the present and bring back everybody back you can't just everything's already happened mm-hmm. you cannot change what's happened so when they change something, it's now a different thing. Right. They've sort of gone down a different path, almost. Right. So what they need to do is change what's going to happen in their current timeline. So they need to go back, grab the stones, which will in, which will in turn create a bunch of new timelines. Then go back to the where they got in, where they came from, bring everybody back. They'll all be the same age they were, and now everybody's five years older, but everybody will be back. And then, as we come to find out, when they go meet the Ancient One, Tilda Swinton, they have to take the stones all back. Or all these new eventualities are doomed. Yes. And so, it's very complex. Long story short, get the stones, bring everybody back, put the stones back. Period. Right. That is the goal. Yes. They have a finite amount of... (laughs) Jumps. Oh, yeah. Through time to do so. Yes, the pin particles. Because now, those guys are still snapped. You can't get more pin particles very easily. No. Because Hank Pym is not here. No. So I think you've got, I think, eight or nine people who have enough juice to go out once and come back once. Right. And so they spend some I guess t- one left over to go back again and put stuff back. Well, they didn't plan for that initially. So I don't oh, think they did. True. Oh. Um, they better hope this works then. <laughs> right. Uh, so they, so uh, Hawkeye get does his, I think, what, they have two test ones, and then they, like, waste one of them by accident. And then they have one test thing left, so Hawkeye uses it. He goes back to his house, mm-hmm. 
and he finds his daughter. Mm-hmm. His, at that point, his family's there, and he can kind of hear them. He's outside. Yeah. But he can hear them inside. And just before he can see them again, which he's not supposed to do. Right. Uh, he, he's... Zoop. They zooped him back. They take him back. Yep. But he comes back with something. Yes. To show that, like, oh, I brought the thing with me. We can bring things back with us. Yes. So they have a plan. Mm-hmm. Now they need to figure out where to go, right. when to go. Yeah, so they break into, what, five groups? I think... So let's see. They have to find five stones. Mm-hmm. You've got the time stone, which the ancient one has. Mm-hmm. Simple. You have the power stone, which is... um. I don't... Man. The collector has something. The collector has the reality stone at one point. The Tesseract is with Loki. Loki has the Tesseract. Battle of New York. They kind of go back Which they can also get the time stone then as well. Yeah, that was efficient. Um, There's the mind stone, which Loki also had. So there were three stones Yeah, Loki's hoarding everything. Loki had everything. Uh, There's the... Which one was where Peter Quill was? Because they go back there. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, Peter Quills was the Power Stone. Power Stone. So they go. So I think it's Rhodes, Nebula, Hawkeye, and Natasha jump there first. They Rhodes s- and Nebula stay, and Hawkeye and Natasha jump to get the Soul Stone. Yes, which is in the Cliffs of Despair. Cliffs of Despair. So that's one, two. Then. Three, four, five. Are there six Infinity Stones? Well, does the Tesseract count as one? Well, it's the Space Stone. Yeah. And oh, they Rocket and Thor go to Asgard to extract it from Natalie Portman, yes. who is sort of, but isn't sort of in this movie, yeah. um, with some edited footage. Uh, so those those are all all the plans, and. Uh, this is interesting to me. I like, just from like an, you know, pulling back a little bit, I like going back into these times, all these like exciting movies that we've already seen yeah. and recontextualizing them in one way or another. Mm-hmm. And they picked out some of the more like iconic scenes from the different movies to kind of go back to, to get the yeah. stones. Of course you have Avengers, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff going on. It's nice to see like... Okay, we remember, you know, the Battle for New York. But also, you know, the Ancient One was over here doing her thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was um, fighting, really, in the Battle of New York off by herself. Yeah. They just weren't connected, the two of them. Yeah. Or the group of them. Um, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, when Peter Quill shows up, and they knock yes. him out. Yes. <laughs> and so takes... he's there doing his dance over on the planet, and yeah, they're just like, God, uh, this guy's an idiot. What does Gamora <laughs> see in this asshole? Yeah, basically. <laughs> and they just like... Yeah. It, it, it was so cathartic to, like, see them just, like... Yeah, just see the two of them, like, horrified, and... like, watching him, being like, this guy is dumb. Yeah. And then, yeah, just, like, clocking him. Yep. <laughs> so they get... Uh, so Nebula grabs the uh, stone there. Um, the soul stone from Infinity War. And, of course, that entire scenario. Yes. Uh, and then... Um, Interestingly, for the reality stone, we go back to Thor the Dark World. Yes. <laughs> the one of, if not the worst, Marvel movies. Yeah. Which, I 
it kind of like I haven't watched that movie since we rewatched it or I rewatched it with you watching it for the first time. Why would anybody watch it voluntarily? Well, but now I kind of like I don't know, like, you know, it it changes things. You know, I want to slightly, ever so slightly go back and kind of like, okay, well, maybe there's more to it. There isn't, but maybe there is, you know. <laughs> so the parts of it at least that it touched on were the better parts of the movie. Yeah, I think somebody I made the ca- calculated that um, Rene Rousseau has more lines in Avengers Endgame than she did in, like, Thor The Dark World. I wouldn't be shocked, yeah. Which is ridiculous. Um, I figure in that movie she's not really doing a ton, whereas in this one at least Thor's like, my mom, I get to see mommy. my mom again. Uh, yeah, Thor's, like, terrified of everything. Right. Scared to make another mistake. Right, yeah. Sort of frozen with, like, well, what if what if I try to do something and I screw it up again? Yeah. And then we can't fix it again, like... I already screwed it up once. This mm-hmm. is like, this is it. So yeah. If I screw it up, I screw it up, and that's it. Rocket's trying to be the voice of reason. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, and so... He basically has to take over for Thor, while Thor's, like, having a mental breakdown. Right. Talking to his mom, finally Rocket's just like, all right, I guess, I guess I'm gonna go hang out with Natalie Portman. Yeah, I will, like... We don't really see what happens, but it basically <laughs> seems like he sneaks into her room, stabs her in the butt with, like... <laughs> The little secretion thingy. Yeah. And uh, steals off, it. Yeah. And, yeah. She just tries to escape. And then, <laughs> kind of nice, um, so Thor's hammer, destroyed in Ragnarok, mm-hmm. he... He's like, hey, wait a minute. I wonder. Yeah. Puts his hand out. Waits. Waits for a while. Rocket's like, what is going on? He's like, hold on. Hold on a minute. Wait one second. And... <laughs> Yeah, because it's worthy. Because there's a bunch of people like running, like trying to attack them, <laughs> yeah. and Rocket's like, "We need to go." And yes. Thor's like, "Hold on, I'm see, I'm seeing if something's gonna work." Yeah, and it does. Yeah. Uh, but part of that is that now the Thor in the new timeline that they've just created doesn't have a meal near, <laughs> so that'll have to be returned as well. Yeah. Yeah. So reality stone check. Um, Ancient One, Time Stone. Yep. Uh, Hulk is dealing with this one. Yes. And she is not about it. No, she's not having it. No. She's like, yeah, I'm just going to give you my my <laughs> time manipulator. Sure, dude. Cool. Who are you? Big but guy. also I know who you are. Yeah. But like... Rando green guy. Yeah. Get out of here. Uh, she like separates him from... She separates Mark Ruffalo from Hulk yeah, she's basically like beating the snot out of him. Yeah. And he's sort of like floating like off while like the Hulk gets the snot beaten out of him, basically. And so like rather it's not like a confrontation really. They just kind of ultimately have a discussion about what this means, how this impacts everything. Mm-hmm. And that gives us this like, okay, if you remove a stone, there's a new thing. Right. New timeline. And she's also trying to figure out, she's like, well, how did Thanos get this one in the first place? Right. He's like, like, well, Doctor Strange gave it to him. She's like, what do you mean he gave it to him? Right. He's like, he handed, he just handed it over. Gave it to him. And then she sort of realizes, like, well, he can sort of see what's supposed to happen. So if he gave it up, he did it for a reason. Do you buy that? Buy what? I don't know. The, like, blind faith that she has in Doctor Strange. Well, I guess because she's supposed to be able to see into the future, right? But if she did, why does she need any explanation? Unless she doesn't believe that they can fix it. Because you figure he did see, like, however million different 
versions of what was supposed to happen. Right. And if in the other ones, maybe like Doctor Strange doesn't give up the stone. Maybe this scenario happens in some of the other ones and it doesn't end up getting to the right result. Right. So she's like, well, I don't know. It could be a test if that if he only did that once. And that's why if she's like, well, how how did you get this one in the first place? And he's like, I don't know. Doctor Strange is here. Yeah. She's like, uh, okay. And then she maybe, I don't know, maybe she realized like, okay, they're on the right track. <laughs> I don't know. Possibly. <coughs> you okay? Yes. <coughs> but I was going to say, it makes about as much sense as the rat pushing the button in the car, so. Well, and like. I don't feel like it's any more or less plausible than that. Which is kind of frustrating to me that. Every possible thing about Endgame can be explained away by, well, this is the only way it could have happened, which is such, is kind of frustrating. Like, if there was a scene where, I don't know, War Machine, like, had to, like, dance on one foot while rubbing his stomach and patting his head and singing, like, the Macarena, like... What the fuck is this? No, no, what the fuck is this? But then also you're like, well, if he hadn't done that, this wouldn't have been the way to do it because this is the one chance out of 400 million chances. It's, it's frustrating. <laughs> that, yeah, it has to be this way because it has to be this way. And there's a in-universe explanation that's just like, oh, well, that's not a plot hole. It just had to be that way. Right. So, yeah. I don't I don't like that being so easily used as it's like a justification. Right. And but I'm going to use it as justification when you ask me hard questions. I guess like the, <laughs> I guess the question then is if that moment didn't happen, so if Doctor Strange didn't look into the future, didn't say that there was one chance out of 4 million or however many. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, does that impact like could the movie have existed without that moment? Does anybody believe that it's possible without that moment? Or I guess not not necessarily even everybody, but like Tony. You know, he's only really convincing Tony when he says this. Right. Tony's the only one who really hears him. Right. I don't know if Tony bothered telling anybody else afterwards. But, like, part of me thinks, like, obviously Tony's still going to fight Thanos. Obviously they're all still going to fight Thanos. They're there waiting for him. Right. Yeah, I don't don't know that's necessary. I don't know. Does maybe by saying it, it prevents Tony from giving up entirely? Maybe. Well, I guess more so like when, but then like it, it gets to the point where like if he doesn't say it and he tries to just give the stone to Thanos, right? Tony's probably gonna be like, "What are you doing?" Right, and might even like say, "Don't do that," like or try to stop him physically. Right. It probably would have been more of an argument of him being like, you know, I think I need to give him the stone. I think that's the best way to go about things. And Tony's yeah. probably going to be like, no, no that's stupid. Right. That's not what we're doing here. Probably been more of an argument. But at the same time, I feel like he's going to get the stone one way or another. Why does he have to give it to him at all? The only reason he has to give it to him is to save Tony's life. I, I feel like you remove that scene, you have to rewrite everything that came after it to make logical sense. Because if you... And I think what happened is they... They, the writers, directors, whoever, were like, okay, well, I know how to get to these big moments that are really impactful and emotional, but I can't do it logically. So we're going to add this moment in that explains away why everything is so convenient, why everything happens a little bit 
off from what probably should happen, if that makes sense. Yeah. I am much more free of giving up my requirements of logic for this sort of thing. I can just go with it. Yeah. And, you know, like like we kind of said before, like when you're watching the movie... I don't think about this sort of thing that much. No, the movie's engrossing it, enough that yeah. you care about what's happening on the screen. You don't care about, like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Hold the phone. Yeah. Hold, give me, give me Kevin Feige. I need to talk to him. Yeah. Once you're home and it's sort of, like, settled for a day or two and you're kind of thinking back on it, then you get to kind of, like... Uh, hold on. Was this the best way to do this? Right. Or does that make sense? That's not how the alphabet works. <laughs> Uh, so, oh, so, time stone. Yep. Hulk got it. Got that. Two down. Two down. Um, the space and mind stone. Loki had both of those. Yeah, so they're sort of, they kind of end up in, back in the middle of the battle for New York. So yeah. Hulk kind of is like, okay. So he sort of pretends to, <laughs> Yeah. so it's still Professor Hulk. So like, Bruce Banner that looks like the Hulk, Doctor Hulk. but acts like Bruce Banner. Yeah. He's sort of like, they're sort of like, okay, well, what are we going to do? Like, you can't just go walking around like Hulk because he's the main problem, one of the main problems. Mm -hmm. So he's like, uh, all right, well, I guess I'll just run down the street and break Pretended stuff. Break stuff, yeah. Yeah, so he sort of runs out and he's like, ah, and like flips a car over and then sort of like shrugs and just goes running off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cap, Tony, and Ant-Man go to Stark Tower mm -hmm. to grab the scepter, which has the Mind Stone in it. Yep. And uh, the Tesseract is in a briefcase. Yep. And they get, like, I like these moments where, like, they're kind of watching the Avengers just captured Loki. Mm -hmm. uh, and then all of a sudden, like, the S.H.I.E.L.D. guys, who we know are Hydra. Right. Show up to pick everything up. Yeah. And Tony now, you know, with all the hindsight, is like, he's like telling Aunt, Aunt Paul Rudd, he's like, these guys are actually Hydra. Yeah. And he's like, well, how did you guys not know? They're like dressed in black. Like, yeah. He's like, they look like bad guys. They <laughs> act like bad guys. Right. And they're like, okay, maybe. Sorry. You weren't even there. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, so he gets... They flick Ant-Man into the briefcase. So what the happens is they shrink Ant-Man down, and he flies into Tony, because they have Tony, and Tony has the briefcase, like, right, back in the time right. period. So he still has the thing in his heart controlling his, I don't know, what was that, the arc reactor yeah. thing? Controlling his heart, so eh, they kind of get a thing like, okay, well, we can go mess with this, which is going to cause... Almost like Tony had a heart attack, kind of. Mm -hmm. Ant-Man's like, are you, are you sure this is the best way to do this? And they're like, yeah, just go, like... Poke know, at this thing. Poke at this thing. I'll have a heart un attack. Unplug this wire, like, yeah. it'll be fine. So he's like, alright. Okay. So he sort of, like, flies over there. Does messes, it. tinkers with Tony's heart monitor, basically. Yep. What it is, in theory. Well, Matthew Barry... Matthew Barry, yes. yes. Matthew Barry of ESPN fame, uh, <laughs> Illuminati fame, yeah. and Fantasy Movie League. Uh, he's there. I guess he really liked the movies and 
I don't know if he asked for a cameo. Yeah, I'd love to know how that came about. I think I read the article, and I think he, like, somehow, because Disney and ESPN and ABC are all owned by the same thing, so I think he sort of was like, hey. Got anything for me? Yeah, so he's basically a bodyguard for one of the Hydra guys, kind of. He's just one of the Hydra baddies sort of hanging out. Yeah. We get to see, um, uh, what's his name? I know who you're thinking of. I can't think of it. Yeah, from Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, all the bad dudes basically from Hydra are... The, the main guys that you remember are there. So Tony has the briefcase. Ant-Man Redford. goes in. Robert yeah, so Redford. Redford, yes. So, uh, yeah, Tony goes over. Or Ant-Man goes over. <laughs> whoop, messes with... Pulls the wire apart or does whatever he does. Tony basically goes into cardiac arrest. Drops the briefcase. Falls down. Everyone's freaking, freaking out. Everyone's freaking out. <laughs> So everything there, they're like, okay, great. Like, I'm going to go sneak over here. Because also, like, Tony, 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 history Tony is there. So it's not like regular Tony. Present day Tony can just walk over and be like, I'm just going to borrow this. See you guys later. So they have to sort of, like, try and figure out a way to sneak over. They're hiding behind, like, a planted plant, I think. Well, I think Ant-Man, like, kicks the briefcase to him. Yeah. Right? The briefcase gets moved over that way. But. Somebody sees it. Yeah, our buddy Loki. Is still there, right? Handcuffed, kind of watching what's happening. Yeah, and he's like, huh. "Oh, interesting." Yeah, so he he does what Loki does. He grabs the briefcase and then teleports himself away. Well, no, what happens is Tony gets the briefcase. He's like, "Oh, great!" And he turns around to leave, and he gets side hit in the side by the door <laughs> oh, when yeah. Hulk comes crashing down the stairwell. Yes. Sending the briefcase and the Tesseract comes out of it. Yeah. And ends up right in front of Loki. And he's like, huh. Well, this is mine now. Okay, Disappears. Bye. Yeah. So that's a problem. So uh, Space Stone did not work. No. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. Captain America is after the Mind Stone. Yes. So. This is one of the, probably the highlights of the whole movie. Yeah, this is a good part. Yeah. Uh, so Hydra grabs the scepter. Mm-hmm. And they all get in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Uh, same elevator, so not the same elevator, but they get, t- Captain is like a couple floors lower mm-hmm. and uh, hits the button. Yep. Steps on board. He knows they're coming. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. like, wait a second. What's going on? <laughs> yes. And he, and everybody's a little uneasy. Yep. Because uh, this turned into a big fight in the first movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, uh. And, like, everybody's positioned in exactly the same way as it was in Winter Soldier, which is really funny. Everybody giving each other the side eye. Kind of like, hmm. And so we know he can beat them all. We saw him do it already. Mm -hmm. And so in my mind, I'm like, okay, we're just going to get another elevator fight scene, which would be great. Yeah. But we don't. No, we don't. Instead, we see uh, the main main henchman, I guess, the head henchman, sort of like, uh, and all of a sudden, Cap just leans over. Very quietly, and just goes, "Hail Hydra!" And everybody's like, "Oh, I didn't know that." Oh, hey, buddy! Yeah, you're one of us. So yeah, so he just he's like, "I'm one of you guys," and uh, they told they wanted me to come get the scepter yeah. and take it back. And for a minute, they're kind of like, "Really?" And he's like, "Oh yeah," and he sort of explains some of the Hydra stuff because now he knows it all. Right. And they're like. Well, I mean... Oh, okay, I guess. Sure, here you go. No one else would know that, so... Yeah. So he... Takes it. Very peacefully takes the scepter, be like, okay, see you guys, see you guys later. And gets off the elevator and it's cool. Got yeah. the scepter. Space... St- or Mind Stone. 
seemingly good to go. Except then he runs into somebody else. Because Loki's missing, and we know Loki can change his appearance. Mm -hmm. And so he runs into Captain America from the past. Except he's not supposed to be where he is. Uh Uh-uh. No. Mm. 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 Suspicious. Very. And so old Captain America thinks our Captain America is actually Loki, who has stolen back the scepter. Yes. It's like, ha I found you. Ah, I am one step ahead of you. <laughs> and at the same time, like, our Captain America can't let old Captain America know that yeah. he's not Loki. It's like, well, well, I'm you. Just don't ask any questions. Right. Just Doesn't, go with it. No. <laughs> and also, he can't, even if he tries to be Loki, he can't, like, convince him that he's not like to get a go away to turn around to ignore him yeah so uh they fight yes which is great yeah also a good scene Mm -hmm. big fight there's so many great lines of new captain america like poking fun at old captain america yeah old captain america does this i could do this all day he's like yeah i go i know i know know." (laughs) he's like so annoyed with his past self yeah which is amazing yeah shut up (laughs) goody goody get out of here Freaking nerd. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, they both throw their shields at each other. They clang and, like, bounce away. Yeah. They fall down all the way to, like, the bottom floor. Yeah. It's a pretty good fight. And eventually, uh, I think, like, he's got... One of them has the other in, like, a headlock. And they he mentions Peggy. Yes. And that freezes everything, kind of. It's yeah. like, whoa, wait a second. That's enough to kind of throw him off. Yeah. Because, I mean, we know. Yeah. We get it. We know about Peggy. Peggy Carter. Yeah. Loki probably doesn't know about Peggy. No. So that's also a, wait a minute. Yeah, so he kind of just like, wait a second, what is happening? I don't know. And before he can really react. Yeah. Sceptered. Yeah. Controlled with the scepter. Yeah. And I think he just like knocks him out. Yeah, he gets knocked out, basically. Lands on his face. Yep. America's booty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, what yeah. was it? Um, I think Tony, when they were up up at the top of the tower, like, it's like, he says something. They're, like, on the, the like, earpieces together. And he says something to Captain America. Like, those pants are doing nothing for you for you back there. Yeah. About, about America's ass. <laughs> yeah. And, and Ant-Man's like, that is America's ass. <laughs> Like, Stupid to me. But yeah. So funny. Yeah. So Cap's basically checking out his butt. He's like, yeah. That is America's ass. Yeah. Very satisfied with himself. He yeah. then walks off with his scepter. Yep. So, uh, Space Stone, MIA. Yep. Mind Stone, check. Yep. And so they're trying to figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. And they don't have enough pin particles to do, like, to follow Loki. Because they don't really yeah, know where and he they, went. Yeah, they, they have no know. idea where he yeah. is. He just grabbed it and took off. Right. And it's not even like he's in a different time. He's just in a different space. Yeah. So they give the scepter to Ant-Man. He goes home. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Cap and Tony, if they go somewhere else, they have to go where there are more pin particles mm-hmm. and where they can get the space stone. Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah, so they have to go further back in time, basically, to somewhere else that they know it is already. Before right. Loki has hijacked it in this version of what's happening and run off with it. Mm-hmm. 
So they go all the way back to um, 1970. Is it that far ahead? Yeah. They go 40 years back, according to Wikipedia. And they infiltrate a S.H.I.E.L.D. base, army base, with S.H.I.E.L.D. something. Yeah, I don't... I don't know if it's... S.H.I.E.L.D. Their... headquarters. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was just yeah, going to say it's probably their headquarters, because that's where everybody is. Where they're holding the Space Stone, Tesseract. Isn't it that place in New Jersey that they end up going? Is it the same place? It sort of looks like that place. Um, maybe. Because it kind of looked like a bunker. You could be. Could yeah. be. That's not... That could be. Yeah. If, especially if it's a place they know exists. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh, so they have to go there and just turns out that Hank Pym works there at the time and they can grab some of his, uh, some of his Pym particles. Yeah. Cause you figure we've seen before where Hank Pym is working with Tony's dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Yeah. Very convenient, but makes, uh, you yeah. know, I, 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 yeah, logically. Yes. Works. This logically makes sense. It does. Yes. Uh, so Tony ventures down into the bunker mm-hmm. and is able to find the Tesseract. Yep. Success. Mm-hmm. Happens to run into somebody. Yep. Oh, hey. Dad. Uh... Uh, this has got a big deal. Yeah. His, uh, you know, we saw at the beginning of Civil War, he had invented, like, this technology to look at his past when he was a kid, and, you know, he didn't super get along with his parents. He kind of was mm-hmm. a rebellious guy. Yeah. And uh, before he ever had a chance to get close to them, mm-hmm. they were killed. Yeah. And at this point, actually, Tony hasn't been born. So there's right. no way he would know that, oh, this is my kid. Right. Unless, except Tony's he, not, Tony's not really playing it off real cool. Tony's like, uh, yeah, uh, uh. Which is really fun to see him. Yeah, because he's not so... even really like that. He's very sort of like thrown for a loop. Yeah. And his dad's just like, oh, hey, who, like, who are you? What are you mm-hmm. doing? Um... Uh, just uh, just got lost, turned around a little bit. Yeah, I don't remember what excuse he gave. If yeah. he's, I think his dad's like, oh, are you some like new, like an intern, basically? Like, are you some new guy? Kind of. And he's like, yeah, sure. sure. Yeah. yeah, it does that movie thing where like, you don't know what to say and the other person offers your sort answer of fills for you. fills it in. You're yeah. like, oh, yeah, let's go with that. Sure, that sure. sounds good. Perfect. Also, while he had found the Tesseract, he also found where the pin particles were all stored. So I think he was able to grab some of those before his dad Wasn't... came down. Wasn't or did Cap get Cap, those? I think Captain was doing those. Oh, maybe he was doing those. Yeah. So he ends up in the elevator with his dad. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Captain America finds the pin particles. I think he makes a call to oh. Michael Douglas, young Michael Douglas. Yeah. And gives him like, oh, your shipment is here and uh, there's some problems. And yeah. Somebody touched it and opened it and you're like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. He go- so he goes running <laughs> off and he's like, okay, great. Perfect. Go Grabs like, in. let's see, they need two to get back. Yep. And I think he grabs... A third one? I think he only takes three. Yeah, I don't remember how many he takes. Because they they basically just needed enough to get back. The two of them get back. Because everybody else had already done what they were supposed to be doing, really. Well, they, as far as they know. Yeah. If everything else goes as planned, they need each one need one to get back. Yeah. But he gets a third one. Just in case. It's probably good to have an extra on hand. Yeah. They've already screwed up once, so who knows. Right. And uh, doing in the process... Uh, one of the agents is a little suspicious of these two people. And so, like, all of a sudden, people are looking for him. And he ducks into this room that happens to be Peggy Carter's room. Yes. Office. Yes. 
and he gets to see Peggy through the glass. Peggy. So close, but so far. Yes. Can't say anything to her, Mm-mm. obviously. No. Because at this point, she still thinks he's off and dead, I guess, wherever he was. Yeah. Frozen. Because mm-hmm. that happened in, like, f- 15 years earlier? 20? 30? I think it was the 40s, wasn't it? It was one of the World Wars, I think, was sort of what was going on, wasn't it? Cold War or something. Second War? Second World yeah. War? Might have been World War Two. Nazis-ish. Yeah. yeah. The end of that would have been, like, the mid-40s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. so it's been a minute. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, she looks very similar to how she used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, similarly, he and Tony are both kind of reckoning with these figures from their past. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they each kind of hit their own, their different moments of, of clarity. Right. You know, this is where, presumably, Captain gets the idea of, I'm coming back to stay. Mm-hmm. This is the life I want. Right. And similarly, Tony's like... This is the father I never really had, and I have him for a minute. Yeah. And he kind of gleans a lot of information off of him and comes to understand his dad more and not resent him when they were together. Right. Kind of his dad talks about, like, oh, yeah, my wife's pregnant, so. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Like, I'm a little nervous, and Tony's basically like, me will be fine. Yeah. It'll be good. So you kind of get a nice scene of... Once Cap and Tony are both back kind of upstairs and affirm that they did what they needed to do and they get ready to leave, you sort of see uh, Tony's dad with Jarvis. Jarvis. Yes, the original Jarvis, the actual original human, Jarvis. Yeah. human butler Jarvis, his driver, I guess, getting ready to take him home. And Tony's dad's like, that guy just, he seems familiar type of thing. Jarvis is like, eh. yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay, sir. <laughs> All right. Yep. Um, so they're able to go back. And uh, so that's Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Power Stone. Yep. Reality Stone. Yep. Time Stone. Mm-hmm. And Space Stone. Yep. Five down. Five down. One to go. One to go. The Soul Stone. The Soul Stone. Hawkeye at, and Black Widow. At the Cliffs of Despair. They meet... As we saw in Infinity War, mm-hmm. Red Skull. Yep, he's still there. Yep. He's yeah. probably been there a while, because he was around in the Captain America movies, so back in the Nazi, Nazi times. Yeah. 60 years, at least. 70 years. Yeah, who knows what time period it is out on this planet. Bumfuck planet. Um, <laughs> so they show up, and uh, they can't just take it. Yeah, they're basically, basically, they're like, okay, we, we need the stone. He's like, all right, go up there. Yeah, you can, uh, there's only one way to get it. Yeah. And it becomes this, you know, we know, audience members know, somebody's got to be sacrificed. Yes, we saw in Infinity War where Thanos threw, and it has can't just be anybody. Somebody you love. Yes. Somebody you care for. Yes, where he had, Thanos had to throw Gamora, basically, off the cliff in exchange for the stone. Yes. And something similar to that has to be done in order to get it here. Yes. But the characters don't know that. Or it doesn't seem like they do. Not to start with, no. And it's kind of dawns on them. Yeah, they're just sort of up there like, okay, well, now what do we do? And I think that 
does a Red Skull tell them kind of like, well... Yeah, he gives them kind of a soul for spiel, a soul. A soul for a soul. Yeah. And they're sort of like, uh... <sighs> oh. Well, um... But then, and then, so you get Hawkeye, like, well, I have nothing, right? Like, he's still in this mindset of, like, my family are all gone. Mm -hmm. I have become a horrible person. I've done terrible, unspeakable things. Mm -hmm. It has to be me. Yeah, he's basically, like, it's pretty obvious at this point. Like, I volunteer as tribute, pretty much, yeah. And, uh... (laughs) I think Scarlett Johansson basically laughs at him. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like... Oh, well, like, they're both... Like, she's saying similar things, and they both think that the other person is talking about them, too. Yeah. And then they stop, and he's like, wait a second. I think we're talking about two different things here. Right, yeah. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I'm gonna go. It's and me. he's like, no, 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 no. I'm gonna go. And I think she, like, n- hits him or something, and, like, starts running to the edge. Well, they sort of, like, argue about it. And she's like, I've done all these awful things. Like, mm-hmm. you know. She's like, I... Sh- I don't really deserve to be here at this point, right. so I might as well just go. And she's like, you know, she's like, um, was it? She gives that line like, I don't judge people for like what they did. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't judge me for what I did. I'm not going to judge you for what you did. Right. Yes. And it's, it's tough because we know someone has to be go over the edge. Right. And even at that point, you don't know who it's going to be. Right. You could, it makes sense if it's either of them. You know, it's true. Hawkeye has done some stuff. His family is gone. But if this works and they get them all back, he won't be there. Yeah. What's the point? Whereas Natasha, we really know anything about Natasha's background. Not yet. Really. Not yet. (laughs) But uh, at this point, we don't really. It's just she's always sort of been by herself. Yes. The main person you see her with is Clint. Right. That she's real close with besides Hulk. Stupid. Still think she should have been hanging out with Cap. He offered to make her dinner when he showed back up the Avengers apartment complex. Yeah. But, but, you know, to that end, like, she's kind of become this new authority figure. Yeah. You know, Captain America, I guess, is kind of still the leader, maybe? Yeah, we don't even really know. He sort of showed up, but he's... She seems to be the one in charge. Right. And she kind of even says, like, I've been trying to... Like, I've been the one trying to keep everything together. Uh, like, you can eat, I need to do this. Right. And so it comes to the point where it sort of makes it seem like Hawkeye's kind of won, won the argument. So she, they yeah. hug. And I think basically what she does is she almost, like, throws him yeah. behind her. And tries to get away. Yeah. They sort of hug, and then I don't know if she punches. She does something and tosses him off to the side and starts bolting for the edge of the cliff. Yes. He shoots, like, an exploding arrow and, like, hits a rock next to her. Yeah, so she like, throws her aside. flips backwards away from the cliff. So then he tries to make her run for the cliff. Yep. And uh, he, she, like, hits... I think she, like, tackles him, sort of, and then, like, sends a wire. I think she attaches something to him. Yes. So that he can't jump off. Right. So he tries to again and fails. And at this point, she's kind of off, and I don't think he can get to where she is. Mm-hmm. And they sort of make eye contact. And then she runs for it again. Right. And gets there. And he sort of dives for her and tries to grab her. Yes. And you get to kind of the point of she's, like, hanging off the edge and he has a hold of her. Right. And she's like, no. Like, just let go. Yeah. So he finally kind of does and 
She falls. She falls. Because she's kind of the same... Get kind of the same scene as Gamora had mm-hmm. of her just kind of laying at the bottom of the thing, and then Hawkeye wakes up in the pond with yep, the stone. With the stone, six for six. Got all the stones. However, um, this is twenty twelve ish, twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, depending on who you're with. Mm-hmm. More is going on than meets the eye, because Nebula. Is animatronic in some. Do- she's a cyborg, right? And it turns out that past Nebula and new Nebula are kind of working on the same network. Yes, they are sort of somehow still connected, even though future Nebula obviously is future Nebula, right? But whatever Lots, sort of yeah. hard drive or whatever you want to call it that's in her head. All of a sudden, uh, old Nebula start being start seeing stuff, mm-hmm. and we see old Thanos. Yes, because I remember. Oh, isn't he fixing her again? Sort of. I think something had happened with her, and he did. You you see it in some of the old movies where he kind of has her suspended and is like mm-hmm. repairing her or right. upgrading her after she did something wrong or whatever. And so she's able to project the scene that. Almost like her memories. Current Nebula is experiencing yeah. when they get the Power Stone. Yeah. Her and Rhodes. Yeah, it's almost like a projector. Yeah. Where they're sort of like, I don't know if they were looking through her head for something like to go back to see something that she had I think it just on. kind of triggers. Yeah, it just sort of turned on. They're sort of like, oh. And it just, of course, happens to be that. Yeah. And they're like, wait a minute. And so they're on their end trying to malfunction... They're able to eventually reconstruct, reconstruct the network so that they can control the robotic side of current Nebula. Right. Because at this point, Thanos, I think, has had has the idea. He knows what he wants to do. And then kind of realizes, like... Something's going on. Oh, more on More than meets the eye. Yeah. And so, like, current Nebula and Rhodes. Rhodes has the Power Stone. Mm-hmm. They're both about to go back. Mm-hmm. And she freezes. And he disappears. So he returns. All the stones are now in the present. Yes. But she's stuck. Right. And they're able to dig through her memories to find, like, what happened. Mm -hmm. He snapped the fingers. Everything was destroyed. They killed him. They're still fighting against him. And he's like, okay, time to change the game. Yes. And Nebula, of course, always wanted to be the good daughter, the favorite. is like, I can fix it. Yes. I can do this. Let Keep her here. Let me go. Mm-hmm. I will take her place. I will go back and I will make sure that they don't do what they're supposed to be doing. And we have Gamora. Old Gamora. Yeah, old Gamora's still there. And she's it's much, still kind of much sassier, I would say. I don't know if she was more sassy, but a little bit more like, whatever, Nebula, you suck. I'm well, awesome. A little, a little cranky. Yeah. Old Gamora. Well, I mean, she is. hasn't met anybody. No. By this point. Yeah. So, uh. She has not been, uh distracted by the pelvic sorcery of uh (laughs) peter quill yet so we get this you know like the whole dilemma is get the stones bring them back bring everybody back boom Mm -hmm. now there's more to it than that yes now there's thanos is again the villain right even though they already killed him yes which i like a lot right 
It's like, well, how, it's like, well, how do you, how do you, how do you give us some more, some new antagonist that's, you know, bigger, badder than Thanos? Well, you can't. Right. But if you give us Thanos again. Yeah, because he's, you go back in time, he's still there. Yeah. If you go back pre-snap, guess who's still around pre-snap? Thanos. Thanos. Yeah. And uh, now they've basically fast-forwarded his plan. So yeah. even if he didn't have a, it took him however long, I guess, to figure out what he wanted to do and try to and do it. set the dominoes up for his, you know. And now they've basically showed him the whole plan, everything that happened. Now yeah, he's all like, oh. They're able to dig through all of current Nebula's, or I, using past Nebula, they can dig through the memory bank of present Nebula. Right. And see, like, all the plans, all the stones, all the people, everybody. Mm-hmm. Now Thanos is like, they already got everything for me. Now all I really have to do is... Go back. Yep. I can just go get it from them now. That's easy. <laughs> Half the work's done. Yeah. Why not? Easy. Easy. So, Thanos ultimately decides to hold current day Nebula and send past Nebula back. Makes sense to me. Infiltration. Yeah, spying. Mm-hmm. How are you going to know? She's a robot. Yep, looks the same, unless one of her metal body parts is there that wasn't there before. Yeah, I think in the past, she doesn't have an... She, it's all blue, her head, and then in the present, one of them is orange now. Yeah. It was, I think. I think there, there's definitely something visually different about her, but nobody really... These people... Should have paid attention. Did not. <clears throat> no. Not good at that sort of thing. No. Um, so... Everyone comes back. They have all the stones. They have all the stones. They look around. They're like, hmm. Something's, something's wrong. Someone is missing. Black Widow's not there. Black Widow's not there. Hulk is very sad. Hulk is very sad. Everyone is very sad. Everyone is sad. Yeah. Hawkeye kind of drops to his knees. Kind of shakes his head. There's nothing he could have done. <clears throat> no, not really. Throwing Red Skull off the cliff probably wouldn't have worked, I suppose. No. Because <laughs> um, isn't it? I guess the next thing is they show they have that scene with them all standing at the pier, upset that um, Natasha's gone, and don't they talk about like, well, why can't we just go back? Kind of a thing. Don't they say that? Maybe I do not recall. Hmm. I remember like Hulk throws a bench like across the lake. <laughs> yes. Um, you know they they're like we could go undo it. And Hawkeye basically is like, that's not how it works. Yeah. Basically then run into the same issue that they yeah. still don't have the stone and they still have to do something to get it. Right. That no one's going to like. No. It's not good. No. But it's permanent. As permanent as a death can be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, at least. Right. As far as we know. Uh, in the meantime, they assemble a gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And then they have to decide who's going to use it. Right. Thor wants to do it. Yes. Drunk, fat Thor. Yes. Oh, well, it makes sense to kind of make... Uh, he feels yeah. like he screwed up twice, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, figure it gives him a chance to make up for that if he can, you know, if he can do the snap, then at least he can do something. Right. Uh, but he's... And as powerful as he is, uh, it probably affects him the least, possibly, yeah. to use it. 
But he's not really in the most stable of headspaces. Yeah. Not in the... Again, we kind of talked about this, like, not in the best physical shape. No. So certainly not. So who knows if he would be able to withstand it as well as he would have if he was in better shape. Mm-hmm. A lot of question marks, I think, yeah. around Thor. And, you know, no one else really steps forward except Hulk. Hulk. Uh, which makes sense. Yeah. You know, he is a product of gamma radiation. Yes, very big, very strong. And he kind of feels like it's meant to be him. Right. In a sense. Uh, which... Also responsible if, you know, Black Widow, Natasha sacrificed herself... Hmm. then at least he can make sure that she didn't do it for nothing. Right. To the best of his abilities, anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, he's the one. Everyone kind of just lets it go. Like, Thor's still not happy with the decision, but everybody's like, Hulk's gonna do it. Yeah, everybody's like, makes sense. And they, like, we see Hulk, he grabs the gauntlet, he puts it over his hand. Everybody else kind of like backs away, mm-hmm. pulls out a shield of some sort to protect themselves in case things go sideways. Right. And they're very clear. His What he's trying to do is bring everyone who disappeared back right then. So they will all be returning to five years later. Right. Which is similar to how we talked about all the ramifications of everybody disappearing there are going to be a lot of ramifications of everybody reappearing. Right. Which, they don't really touch on that. No. At all. Not really. Which, I mean, they I don't do... know if one of the, in one of the future things, maybe they'll talk a bit more about, like, like was everybody dead? Like, do they just come back? Because most of the people, it seemed like, when we saw in, um, like, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. the, all the high schoolers kind of being like, oh, going back to each other and hugging. Like, it seems like the people know they were gone. Yes. Uh, I mean, we did get, and we'll get to it when we get to Far From Home, but I think they kind of touch on, you know, like, the band Greeks all appear in, like, the gymnasium together or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, they they sort of touch on the more innocent side of people reappearing. Right. But, you know, if you disappeared in an airplane, do you reappear 30,000 feet in the air? <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> but, I mean, why wouldn't you? Right? Yeah. But I don't know that any of everybody else, I don't know if they all appear back where they disappeared from. Because the only person we really see reappear, I guess, is Ant-Man, but he wasn't snapped. He just got stuck in the quantum realm. Right. And came back through the machine they have. We don't really see anybody else come back to see, like, where they came back to. And, I mean, I guess, like, I, I, I guess I don't know how much control Hulk has over bringing people back, right? Yeah. Because that's one of the questions I have is like, do you just think in your head like what you're trying to do when you do the snap? Like, so Thanos just like destroy half of everybody, snap. Yeah. And Hulk's like bring all the snap people back, snap. Like, I guess. Like, they never really go into exactly the specifics of how the gauntlet works. No, but it's it's boiled down to you can do whatever you want if you snap your fingers. Yeah, that's kind of what it seems like. But because it seems like otherwise you'd snap your fingers and have everybody again. If that's just what happens when you snap your fingers with the gauntlet on. Because if you can think, like, and this is another, like, one of those things where when you think about it a little more, it gets a little more and a little more and a little more implausible. But if it's been five years, 
if you're snapping people back to the exact place they disappeared from, they're going to be snapped back into space, right? The Earth is not going to be in the same exact position it was five years ago. Even if it was, it's not going to be in the same, like, it's going to be tilted in a different way or rotated in a different way if it's not yeah. the same time of day, if it's not, the, you know... The I same. guess you take it very literally. I guess if you're thinking more like, if you disappeared from your bedroom, you just reappear back in your bedroom. But what if your bedroom doesn't exist anymore? That's a problem. Yeah. Now you're in some random person's house. Right. Like, (laughs) you know, like, there's so many, again, permutations. If you were a prisoner in jail, are you back in jail? Right. Uh, Question mark, question mark, question mark. And for what it's worth, movie doesn't give a shit about this, which it shouldn't because it doesn't have nearly enough time to, like, handle that stuff. Right. I would like to see in, like, one of the future some things at least more of an explanation of, like... What happened when people where what happened when all the people got snapped and then what happened when they would come back? Yeah, that would be something I'd and be interested in. I think seeing. that's something they could do with the TV shows, right? You know, I think that's kind of better for that format anyway, right? Like to kind of just look at the civilians' perspective of things, like oh man, so and so's family disappeared right in front of him while they were on a roller coaster. Oh no! <laughs> you know, some some ridiculous <laughs> thing like that. Um, and so did the con- the roller coaster safety person. So that the, the roller, roller coaster, coaster <laughs> safety person, the person that controls it. I don't know. There's been people stuck on this roller coaster for five years. No one can stop it. Oh no! Uh, no, it's yeah, just their dead just... bodies going around on the roller coaster. Uh, and... Something, and then when they return, return in the seats that they left from. Now they're now sitting there's... on rotting carcasses. <laughs> <Now there's... laughs> So, you know, there's a lot of semantic and and logistical issues at play. (laughs) Many issues. The movie glosses over uh, that could eventually be better explained in an accompanying, you know, show or supplemental material. Right. We'll see if that happens or not. Yeah. So anyway, so Hulk puts on the gauntlet, does a snappy snap. And, and everybody's like, ah. Well, it it hurts, right? Like, he's affected by it. Yeah. It's not, not an easy thing. No, he, yeah, he's a little beat up afterwards. Mm-hmm. Takes a lot of, because you figure, remember, we talked about Thanos basically looked like his arm burnt up. Yeah. And that was after his, after he destroyed all the stones. Yeah. So two uses and his arm was like gone. Done, yeah. Hulk's done it once and he's not in great shape. Right. Meanwhile, everybody else is sort of looking around. Because nothing, I mean, nothing's changed. They were all there. Yeah. No one has appeared in front of them. Mm-hmm. So they're sort of trying to figure out what happened. You see Paul Rudd kind of look outside, out the window, and I think he sees, does he a butterfly? I think he sees, like, birds, birds. like, the trees growing. Yeah. If tree's a living thing, so half the trees would be yeah. gone, too. Everything kind of looks greener. Looks a little nicer than it did before. And then, the phone rings. Clint's phone rings. Clint's phone rings from his wife. <gasps> She's alive. Yeah, so he stares at it for a minute, like, oh, it's damn. Just, yeah. It's such a foreign concept you know you spend five years trying to convince yourself to get over it almost yeah so he picks up the phone confirms that it's his wife who i imagine was probably kind of confused like hey where are you yeah hey what's going on what's 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 wrong (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah confirmation that uh that at least worked don't still don't know the if it fully fully worked but at least some people that we know disappeared are back yeah that's it's good. a good sign. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, Nebula, past Nebula, who was infiltrated, the bad, Shield headquarters. Bad Nebula. Bad Nebula. Yes. 
has a plan of her own. Yes. Everybody else is off doing shenanigans with the gauntlet. She is reprogramming the time travel device, you know, semantics, jargon, whatever, uh, to bring past Thanos into the present. Right. I'm intrigued as how she just knew how to do this. Uh, I guess she's half made of computers, so... I'm sure that helps. Yeah, I don't know if she could just stick her, like, electrical outlet into the computer and be like, oh, hey, great. Yeah, I wonder if it was more of like, okay, I have to, like, sift through all the things that I've seen from past other nebula and okay yeah, at one she point she was like watching hulk like play with the dials or something I yeah think. i guess yeah they could she could have seen like what they were doing before and just been like well well see what happens yeah <laughs> uh so she does that and uh it works Hooray. perfect nothing ever goes wrong when a villain is trying to do something right no yeah right he didn't get like <laughs> teleported to like 1985 or something didn't get turned into a baby didn't you yeah, yeah. whatever didn't end up on like jupiter like mm-hmm. no he's just um, like oh hey thanks. uh yeah not just thanos his warship yeah brought all his homies with him oh yeah it's a big big convoy of people yeah not not fun no i wonder how they got so many pin particles to move their whole fucking ship yeah, I'm not sure what. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know how that came to be, and it was, it was such a delicate process for our heroes. <laughs> yeah, you just hit a couple buttons and spin a couple dials, and all of a sudden, whoever you want just appears. Uh, so, so Thanos is back, back again, <laughs> uh, and we kind of zoom out on the facility, and the ship is kind of hovering out there, mm-hmm. and. Inside, everybody's like, great, this is awesome, we did it, hooray, pat everybody on the back, success. They don't notice the giant warship has appeared. Not yet. Nope. And, uh, you know, he just fires on them. Just (laughs) rockets, explosions, bombs, lasers. Wouldn't you be worried you'd blow up the stones again? But must be not. I don't think so. I guess, like, he knows... Well, I guess yeah. this not this Thanos specifically, but I'm sure he is versed enough in the stones to understand their capacity. Yeah. And you figure it took the strength of the stones to destroy them the, the first time. And when they were trying to destroy uh, the vision, vision stone, the mind stone, like, well, can't just blow it up. You know, we got to delicately remove it from his head and then we have to use Scarlet Witch's abilities because she's the only one in the world that can destroy it. So I would expect bombs to have no effect there, really. (laughs) Naturally. Just take... They look like glass. Just take a hammer and just smash them. And just chisel it a little bit. Yeah. Ching, ching, ching. (laughs) Um, So, uh... Well, I mean, everybody's back, presumably, but they're not there. Right. So... So You've got Fat Thor, <laughs> Captain America, Tony, uh, predominantly, and then everybody else kind of like scrounging around within the destroyed, now defunct, S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters. Yeah, Hulk and his messed up arm, I guess. Yeah, and Hulk We don't know exactly yeah, what kind of shape Ant-Man, he's in. Ant-Man, Rocket, okay. um, Clint, all, all stuck in the Avengers base that's crumbling around them. Right. Uh, and so the big three, Thor, Cap, and Tony, uh, go confront Thanos. Yeah, you can sort of see Thanos just sitting 
Yeah. And he got out of his warship. He's just sitting out in the middle of the rubble between... Waiting. Yeah, between the Avengers apartment complex and his warship. Mm-hmm. Much like when he was originally looking for the stones, like, I'm just going to hang out here. Somebody just bring them to me. Right. He sends Nebula into the base to find the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah Nebula comes out and is like, I did it. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, go get the stones for me. Yeah. She's like, okay. He has that awesome weapon, the like double bladed thing that he uses. He didn't really have that in the first movie in the Infinity War. Uh, not that he needed it because he had the stones, but awesome weapon, in my opinion. He like has his like battle helmet that he like, he, like ju- jams the weapon into the ground, sets his battle helmet on it. Like he's just chilling. Yeah, just freaking sits. Not there. even like posing a threat. Like on he's on like he's on his throne, just Kinda, hanging out. Yeah. Just like, okay, I'm just going to sit here. Those doofuses are probably going to come out here and fight me, yeah. which is fine. Yeah, I'm just going to wait. Nebula will go find my stones. If she can't go find them, I'll just go find them eventually. But I'm just going to hang out here until we're done. Yeah. So Nebula's in there. And Clint is the one that ends up with the gauntlet in, like, the sewers, kind of. Yeah, he, I think, ends up, like, seeing it somewhere and grabs it. And he's attacked by all these, like mindless, faceless Thanos drone hound thing. <laughs> yes. Whatever you want to call them. And so he is, you know, evading them as best as he can. And I think he's able to climb out mm-hmm. of the sewer system and he sees Nebula and he's like, oh, great. Help. Okay. Yeah, help me. And she's like, cool, mm-hmm. thanks. Yeah. Like, no. Um, no, thanks. No. Um, Nebula steals the gauntlet. Yeah, basically. Bad things. Yeah. Because does he just give it to her? I think I so. Yeah. He like He's like laying on the ground, I think, and he's like exhausted and tired yeah. from like evading all so these he's things. He's like, here, take this. He's like, you need, you need to take this. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of like realizes it in the moment mm-hmm. when she takes it and doesn't appear to be like, we gotta, we gotta protect it. Yeah, don't seem too concerned. It's like, pretty much like, okay, thanks. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit. There's a... Not that uh, either Nebula has a great personality. No. But bad Nebula has an even crappier personality than... Yes. She has not matured than, quite yet. Quite yet. Yeah. She's than, still a... Uh... Then middle of the road Nebula, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice because she has to be Nebula. Um, But uh, off on Thanos' ship, in the meantime, you know, while all this was going on, our Nebula convinced Gamora, past Gamora, mm-hmm. that they need to stop Thanos. Right. Because Gamora, when we see her back in Guardians of the Galaxy, already has an, kind of an idea of what Thanos is doing and is trying to stop him anyway. Right. So it doesn't take a ton of convincing. Yeah. I think it takes a bit of convincing from Nebula to be like, I'm not bad, Nebula. Things are happening. Like, mm-hmm. we need to go fix it. We were friends. For the first time ever. And was she able to show her part of her, like, memories? Uh, she did something to convince her. I don't remember exactly what it was now. Um, hmm. Not sure. Yeah, but either way, basically, or, like, convinces her that they need to go. Yeah. Help somehow. Mm-hmm. And they show up. Yeah. Conveniently. Convenient. They're like, oh, hey, other nebula. I see you. Now there's two of you. Uh, and so I think past Nebula has the gauntlets. 
present Nebula has a gun on her. Mm-hmm. I think that's it for this. Like Clint's still laying on the ground and not really able to do anything. Yeah, I think he's still trying to figure out what's happening. And Gamora doesn't have a weapon, I don't believe, and so it's kind of just Nebula, old Nebula, saying like, "You're not going to shoot yourself." Kind of a thing. You're which being like, that's what you think. Which, under different time travel rules, would negate her own existence. Mm-hmm. But we know that that's not how these time travel rules work. Uh, and so it shoots her. Yeah. Take that, bad nebula. Yes. And now they have the gauntlet. Yes. The good people. Mm-hmm. Point for them. Point for them. So while this is happening... The three approach Thanos, and he's like, you know, starts giving his speech and doing his, I'm an evil person, and you guys don't have, you can't hold a candle to me, and like, I saw my, the error of my ways that I needed to get rid of you before I used my gauntlet so that they, you couldn't stop me, and all the while he like takes his helmet off, puts it back on his head, picks up his weapon, and he's ready to go to work, and, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, they fight. Fight. Doesn't go so well. Yeah, no. Thanos has Thanos is still none Thanos. of the stones. Yeah. And he is still at least an equal match to the three of them combined. Yeah, he's still bigger. Like, at least twice as big as everybody else. Yeah. Even Maybe. twice as big as Thor. Yeah. Looks like he's, uh... I don't know if he's... What? It almost looks like he's, like, not made of stone. But, like... Yeah, he's a burly looking dude. Either way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and, and you know, it's not a... It's a fairly even fight. I think Thanos generally gets the upper hand. At times, they're able to, like, antagonize him. And he gets... He kind of loses his cool once mm-hmm. in a, at one point. Yeah. Uh, and, like, his weapon just obliterates Captain America's shield. He, like, cuts parts of it off like they're paper. Yeah. Which is insane. Not great. No. Um... Thor has his trouble, Iron Man's getting, has trouble, and I think he's about, I think he's got Thor's hammer, the new hammer, Mm -hmm. and he's, like, pressing it into Thor, because Thor has new hammer and Mjolnir. He lost Mjolnir. Yeah, in the midst of the fight, dropped it somewhere. And Thanos took his other hammer away. And is like shoving it into his chest. Yeah. Not, it's like isn't that thing an axe? Yeah, I like, I, yeah, sort of shoving it at his throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically, basically. Um, and he's like dying. Yeah, <laughs> almost. Thor's like struggling to hold him back. Yeah. So Thanos is very slowly starting to, about to cut Thor's head off. Basically, yeah. not great. Not good at all. No, I mean Tony has I think been like smacked off into like into a rock somewhere. Yeah, Tony's a little too far away to get in. To stop him. Yeah. Cap's been kind of beaten up. He's, like, laying somewhere. And then we see the camera pans over to Mjolnir. Yeah. Steve, start to jiggle a little bit. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Yeah. You see it kind of jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Go flying off. Yep. Kind of as it, as it does. Thor just yeah. kind of puts his hand out and Mjolnir shows up. Mm-hmm. Pop, pop. Except this time that's not where it goes. No. Guess who else is worthy? Captain America! He's so worthy. So good. 
did. Everybody freaked out in the theater. When oh, my happened. gosh. Biggest moment. So well, second biggest there moment. There's a few big ones, yeah. Yeah, this is one few. of the biggest ones, though. Yeah, but that was a big, big cheering. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cap-wielding Milnir. Yeah, you see him stand up just with it in his hand, like... <sighs> It's I'm, great. I'm going to go smack the shit out of this guy. Yeah. And so kind of, you know, renewed vigor. Did, know. Doesn't Thor be like, I knew it. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I knew it. Ah, <laughs> oh, so good. Because, um, you know, you think back all the way to Age of Ultron when everybody's trying to pick up the hammer mm-hmm. and Captain America's able to kind of wiggle it. Yeah. yeah. He, he, it, it inched, it uh, inched over. Yeah. This time he gets the whole thing. Yeah. Doesn't, isn't there a scene where, does Captain Marvel pick it up too? Um, I'm trying to remember if that happens. I feel like there's something where she just picks it up and hands it to him like you dropped this, basically. I know Vision does that. Oh, does he? Vision does that in Age of Ultron. So I was trying to think if he was the main other person. I don't remember. For some reason in my head, I feel like there was a scene where she's just like, oh, here. Hmm. I don't think it's happened. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe I'm just imagining that. That would have been funny, though. I would. I, I kind of believe that she could, yeah. but... Just like here, here's your hammer, dude. Yeah, but I don't think it happens in the movie. No. Anyway. So, so now Thanos is slightly distracted by this guy with the flying hammer doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Captain America with a new fun weapon. Yeah. And, but it's still not really enough. No. Like it gives them a spark of life. They they push him back a little more, mm-hmm. but doesn't quite get the job done. And so Thanos is like, all right. Let's 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 end this. Yeah. He he kind of gets to the point where he's like, I'm fed up, tired. You guys are just so annoying. Yeah, I'm sick of screwing around with you people. Yeah. Like. He summons all of his minions. Yeah, I think at this point everybody else has made their way out of the ruins for the most part. Come out to the battlefield. I don't think so. Nobody else has. Where I think it's still the three. Everybody's freaking goofing off inside. What are they doing? Well, they're like trapped. I think. Um, I think Rhodes is like stuck under the debris and like can't pick get it off of him because he's still injured and they're having their own troubles. Lazy. Yeah. Kind of a who cares? You know, we know they're gonna be fine, they're gonna get on fight, but <laughs> you know, give us a little bit of a drama. Um Thanos is like his group of quote unquote children show up, the ones that they all died in Infinity War. They're back. Uh his thousands of henchmen, his yeah. flying dragon snake things yeah it's a, he has an army basically yeah it, with a him huge armada yeah uh not to mention he still has his giant ship firing that can fire lasers yeah so uh and he's just like you know he kind of pauses a little bit and he's like come on right really like what do you guys you know come on and captain america winded but you know, I can do this all day kind of uh, kind of attitude. Yeah. And he stands back up and... Yeah, the three of them sort of... <sighs> try to shake off the age. <laughs> yeah, right. Sort of prepare for their decimation, which yeah. is probably what's going to happen. Yeah. But they're ready for it. Yeah. It's all they've got. Um, which, pause though. They... Have well, I mean, these three guys in particular do not have the gauntlet. No. Nobody on their side does either. But if somebody on their side did have the gauntlet, like say Nebula, like say Gamora, like say Clint, 
they could just use it right now. Couldn't they? Well, I know that there's a struggle with the getting the gauntlet somewhere. They try they they end up trying to get it to the quantum realm. They're trying to get it into Lewis's van. The van oh. that Ant-Man had that had all the shit in it, I believe. Yeah, what what were they trying to take it there for? I don't know. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember exactly what they were trying to do. But also, at the same time, like, Nebula has an idea what's going on. Gamora maybe doesn't... I don't know if she knows exactly how to... What needs to happen, other than, like, we don't want Thanos to have the gauntlet. Right. Clint... I mean, if Clint could... I don't even... Because also, you have to be strong enough to snap. Right. Which I don't know if that require In and of itself requires extra strength to get the snap. Yeah, we saw, I guess, like, Gamora's been shown to like it took her and like four other people to hold on to one of the stones and guardians Mm -hmm. nebula is at least comparably powerful to gamora clint is far weaker than both of them yeah um none of them probably could do it on their own yeah and paul rudd's in there somewhere like he's not gonna do it he's not gonna do it it could find hulk again he could do it a second time but it would at least wreck the rest of his arm if not more of him right um it um so it's it's not as as much as I want to say that it's it's a you know if you just snap your fingers you can end the fight before it begins while that's true you need somebody who can actually snap the fingers right and that's easier said than done right so it kind of becomes a game uh Ultimately, what will happen is it becomes a game of keep away from Thanos. Yeah, trying to make sure that one of Thanos' gremlins doesn't get a hold of it. That Thanos himself does not get a hold of it. Right. Uh, but before that happens, the big three, ready to stand up against Thanos' horde. And just as they are stealing themselves, themselves for inevitable destruction... Cap hears a quiet message on in his ear. Yeah. On your left. And he kind of like does a double take. He's like, what? And all of a sudden in the background, you start to hear a noise and see a little swirly swirly that you've seen before in Doctor Strange's movie. Mm-hmm. A portal. Yep. And all of a sudden you see one portal, another portal... Some other portals. All of a sudden, she has a shitload of portals. And Mm -hmm. here comes everybody. On your left. So good. So good. That was the other big. That was the other big one. I'm pretty sure I like Freaked Out. Sorry, like beating you in the leg. (laughs) I think so. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You're very excited. I was very excited. I was very excited. It's really exciting. It's, it's, this is what it's been building to, right? Like, We got the Avengers. We got Avengers Age of Ultron. We got Infinity War. We got all these characters, all of them coming together as like one force, one team. And we didn't really get to see that in Infinity War. They were broken up. They were in different places. We saw, you know, they were getting killed left and right. And then by before they could all meet up, half of them were disintegrated into dust. Right. Here, this is a showdown. It's everybody. Every single person. 
is there. Black Panther is back. We get like three full minutes of just people showing up. Yeah. That's how epic it is. Yeah. Black Panther is back. Doctor Strange is back. Wanda is back. Wasp is there. Pepper is there in an Iron Man suit. Valkyrie with her Pegasus. With her Pegasus. Yeah. Where did the Pegasus come from? I don't know. But it does not matter because it's so cool. Yeah. They didn't bring bring her with them in the first place, but she's like, well, everybody else is going, I guess I'll go too. Yeah. Joe, you're in charge of the fishing village. Krog. Krog is in charge. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Spider-Man is back. Yes. I guess Star-Lord is back. (laughs) Um, Drax is back. Mantis is back. Every single character that was gone is back and ready to just own Thanos in any way that they possibly can. Yeah. Which is amazing. So good. So epic. And then we finally get the, the line, Cap says it, Avengers assemble. Which... It really bothers me that he says it after they've assembled. <laughs> just a thing. But, like, here's, like, they want him to Can say the line. Can you just let anything go? No, I can't. <laughs> they want him to say the line. Fine. I love, it's a good line, but it, it's out of context. You know, if you're telling something to assemble, presumably it has not been assembled when you say that it should assemble. Well, you gotta ruin everything. I, I'm just saying. You're... But here's the thing. Down. Here's the... Hold on. Here, hold on. One thing, though. One other thing. He can't say it before they assemble because he doesn't know that they're going to assemble. Right. Right? Yeah. So, it's just, you can't win. You, you've written yourself into a situation where this line has no place. You could just be calling him the line up. Which, I mean, they're kind of lined up already, but... Yeah, exactly. Just let it go. It was a good moment. Just stop. Just stop. It just... Go back to complaining about Paul Rudd finding his name on the pillars. You know who I wish didn't show up? Peter Quill. Bucky. Oh, you love Bucky so much! I hate Bucky so much. Bucky. I forgot Bucky came back. Uh, Bucky's there. I love Bucky. (laughs) Alright, so everybody's there. I would take 15 Buckys over Peter Quill. Would it be at least be less incompetent? But at what cost? <laughs> Probably not a not much uh, against Peter Quill. Uh, if you have to give one of them the gauntlet and tell them not to fucking lose it for an hour, which one are you going to trust not to do that? Yeah, but if you ever want to get that gauntlet back, which one do you think is going to give it to you? Not Winter Soldier, because he can't be controlled. Well, Peter Quill probably fucking sold it to somebody for like 50 bucks. Old Peter Quill, not new Peter Quill. Stupid Peter Quill. <laughs> you know who we didn't see? Who didn't we see? Thunderbolt Ross. <laughs> he didn't show up. No. Although I guess we don't know if he got snapped or not. And if he did, now he's back. Unfortunately. If he did get snapped, and you're like one of the people like trying to bring everybody back, are you whispering in Hulk's ear before like, <laughs> forget about Thunderbolt Ross? Yeah. Can you not bring back Thunderbolt Ross and Peter Quill, please? Just think about that really hard when you're doing the snap. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> oh, boy. You're in his other ear being like, don't bring back Winter Soldier. Yes. Good but then who's going to hang out with Falcon? Is anybody else. 
<laughs> period, anybody else. But they had such a good scene in, what was the movie, where they were both, like, sitting in the back of, like, Captain Winter America's... Soldier. Yeah. Where they're, like, bickering in the back of the car together. Foreshadowing of their great buddy comedy uh, skills. If you say so. The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Going off on adventures. No. <sighs> um... So then we get a long, long, long fight. Yeah. Uh, that's right after that, Hulk bursts out of the, the headquarters <laughs> as he grows. Or no, Ant-Man does it. Ant-Man bursts out of the headquarters yeah. when he goes giant and like yes. everybody else is there. Yeah. Joins the fray. Ant-Man finally decided to, I guess, do, do something. something. Yeah. <laughs> well, now everybody else is here. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think, let's see. Clint has the gauntlet or somebody, and like he ends up giving it to Black Panther. Yeah, ends up being it. basically like a keep away game. Of yeah. it. Just it. you see all the characters, all the different characters fighting. You see yep. different characters like getting the gauntlet, taking the gauntlet, like keeping it away from each other, like tossing it off to like a new character mm-hmm. who's running around. Yep, I think Which, Black Panther ends up throwing it up into the air for Spider Man to grab. He yep. lands on the back of Valkyrie's Pegasus. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's in, it's in regular Peter Parker style. He's like, "Oh, hi, hi. thank you." And then, uh, hey, guess who else shows up? Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. She's reappeared. She destroys the airship. She basically flies through the airship and blows it to smithereens. Yep. Well, I think what had happened was Thanos like saw the tide of the battle wasn't turning in their favor. He orders the airship to f- start firing on the battlefield. Now, kind of. Does not care if he's shooting his own people. Yeah. And then they're all firing. And then all the weapons turn skyward as Captain Marvel flies through the ship. Yeah. Uh, So great. Big explosion. And so she's the one who grabs the gauntlet, I think, from Peter. I think she grabs Peter and is, like, flying off with him, basically. Something to that effect. (laughs) Yeah. Because he's like, hi, I'm Peter Parker. And she's like, hi. (laughs) You have something for me? I'm Carol. Yeah, can I have that, please? Yes. He's like, okay, great, here. And so they're trying to get it to the ship, and I think Ant-Man and Wasp are both in the ship, trying to, like, or in the bus, a van, mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to, like, get it to work so they can get it away from the battlefield. Right. Right. And Thanos, the whole time, is, like, beating up this person, beating up that person, impeding their progress here, here, here. And his uh, weapon, I think, is... I think it gets broken, ripped in two. Scarlet Witch rips his weapon in two with her powers. Yeah, Scarlet Witch is fucking pissed. She's so pissed. Yeah. She's she's here to kick some ass. And he's like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah. She's like, you will. Yeah. She's like, oh, buddy. <laughs> I fucking know who you are. Yeah. 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 She, she ain't happy. No. Yeah. And like, one-on-one, her against Thanos is like, actually a fight. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. The amount of pissed off that she is is, like, mm-hmm. doing some damage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's able to kind of hold him off. Uh, he able to... He's... He, she, rip, she like, bends his weapon in half and rips it apart. He... Before Captain Marvel can reach the bu- the van... Don't want to keep trying to call it a bus. bus. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> uh, he throws half of his weapon into the van to destroy it. Yeah. And, like... I just, every time I see this sequence of events, it impresses me how potent and dangerous Thanos is. Yeah. 
He has no stones. He has no real understanding of all these characters the way the one we saw in Infinity War did. Right, because he's sort of seen glimpses of them in Nebula's head, but not like, not really all of them. Like, apparently he didn't really see uh, Scarlet Witch if he's like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't know who any of them are. He's just learning about, like, their powers, their abilities, their, you know, relationships with themselves and him. Um, Captain Marvel wasn't even there in Infinity War to learn about anyway, Mm -hmm. and that would have gone very differently if she was. (laughs) And, And yet, despite all of that, he is still, alongside his army, a huge, huge threat. Yeah, it's and taking, like, all of them to even just, like, try to make it a fight. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah. Personally. Um, we get a lot of great moments throughout the, the, this fight scene. Tony and, and Peter reunite. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Yep. Um, get the A-Force. You get the A-Force yeah. homage. Yeah. Because uh, Captain Marvel's trying to get... The gauntlet right. to where it needs to go, and she gets flanked by all the female characters. All the ladies. So good. Yes. Where's that movie? I want it. Yeah. yeah. Fucking like eight more th- stupid other movies. <laughs> um, come, coming next summer, Thunderbolt Ross. His movie. What's he been doing for the last five years? Being an asshole. <laughs> it's just like... It's just a movie of him, like, writing the Sokovia Accords from Civil War. Yeah. Just, like... Dictating them to his assistant. Uh, it's so funny to me. His assistant's Peter Quill. Quill? Uh, so, we get um, Gamora reuniting with Star-Lord. And I think she, like, looks to Nebula and she's like, I'm with him? Yeah, because Peter's like, oh my god, Gamora. And Gamora's sort of like, who are you? <laughs> and no, I think Nebula's basically like, that's your boyfriend. Yeah. And she's like, what? Why? Well, your other choices were a raccoon and a tree. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean. Still don't know if that's an upgrade. Yeah, I don't know if that's the best choice, but. Yeah. It's I guess the one at she least made. he has the proper parts, presumptively, for. I would assume. Activities. I don't know. Raccoons or rockets a male. Male raccoons, I assume, have penises. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be satisfactory, though. Oh, he's genetically engineered. <laughs> uh, uh, Groot is a tree that can, like, grow. Uh, yeah. Does he even need a penis? I don't know. I don't know how... A sad- lot of questions. Yeah. I don't know. I After the fifth, like, I am Groot, where we're having the sex, I think I would lose interest, probably. Yeah, that would be kind of awkward. Yeah. Even if you knew what he was saying, it just... Not great. No. Not great. Stop saying your own name. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Yes. So good at the sex, I yell out my own name. <laughs> and, like, you know Groot's, Groot's, like, fetish is that his partner is also doing the same thing. So she'd have to be like, I am Gamora. <laughs> <laughs> that, that turns him on, and she's not going to do that. So I don't think that would work for them. How have we gone down this trail? Uh, she ends up kicking him in the nuts. Yeah, that seems appropriate. I think so. It's a good idea. Cathartic. Yeah. He deserved it. For sure. Yep. Um, anyway. So uh, so then the van is destroyed. Van is destroyed. They don't have any real easy way to get the gauntlet far away. Yeah, you'd think they could just give it to Captain Marvel and she could go flying off with it, but... They don't do that, because... 
you know. Yeah. Captain Marvel really, in theory, could just show up and decimate everybody in about three seconds, probably, and just take the gauntlet and leave. Yeah. But that, would, that wouldn't be much of a movie, I guess. No. Uh, so we end up with, now that Keep Away is done, yeah. uh, we get uh, like a, a, basically a tug-of-war situation where the gauntlet ends up close in proximity to Thanos. Yeah. And a variety of characters are standing between him and it, getting it. Yeah. He faces Captain America. He faces Thor. He faces Iron Man. He faces Captain Marvel again. Um, and each time he's, you know, he's slowly getting weaker. His weapon is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, each one of them is like getting, doing a little bit more damage, a little bit more damage. Um, there's a great moment for me when Captain Marvel is facing him up, facing down uh, Thanos, where, you know, she is like, he, he does the thing he did in Infinity War with Captain America, where he's like underneath him trying to like hold up his hand, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Infinity War, Thanos is just like, no. And like, <laughs> gets rid of him. Yeah. But in here, Captain Marvel's like, no. Yeah. And like, she rises above him and she's basically, she's holding his fingers apart so that he can't. He has the gauntlet at this point. Yeah. And she's holding his fingers apart so that he can't snap them. Right. And, you know, she overpowers him. Right. With the gauntlet. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, is this how they stop him? Yeah. And, like... She just snaps his fingers off. Right. Like, and I, I like, logistically, I get it. It makes sense. She's more powerful. But it doesn't thematically, like, Captain Marvel's the one that destroys him and stops him doesn't work. When, you know, we got 20 movies where she wasn't even present. Right. So it can't be her. She holds him off. And I love his move to pull the Power Stone out of the gauntlet and use his other hand to punch her with it. Yeah, basically smack her with the Power Stone. It's great. Yeah, it's smart. It works. It's really good. Yeah. Then he stops and he puts it back in his gauntlet. Mm -hmm. And like, again, the power courses through his arm. Yep. And before he can snap it, there's Tony. Yeah. Tony wrestles with him one more time. Right. I think before he does that, he, like, catches eyes with Doctor Strange. And he does the, like... Yes. Finger. Yeah. Him and Doctor Strange lock eyes and Doctor Strange is like... Yep. This is the one time. And Tony makes a big decision. Gets in Thanos' face. Wrestles with him. Mm -hmm. And eventually Thanos throws him away. (laughs) Because... Yeah. Still yeah. Tony. He's still Tony. If, if Captain if Captain Marvel's not going to beat up Thanos, <laughs> yeah. No offense, Tony. You're not going to do it either. No. And so he's on the ground, and nobody's around Thanos. No. At this point, everybody's sort of laying scattered about. Mm-hmm. Either has been beaten up and tossed somewhere else, is busy off somewhere else. The main characters are all sort of scattered around Thanos. Yeah. Beaten and, up and Dunzo. And now he's just kind of like, he gives that look. Mm-hmm. And he turns to Tony and he's like, I am inevitable. And he snaps his fingers. Yep. And I remember that moment watching the scene. My heart sank. Yeah. And I'm like, we went through this whole thing and he's going to do it again? Yeah. I, I was, <laughs> yeah. It, you know, in hindsight, it makes, you know, it, it's obvious what's going on. And I feel like I should have understood it at the time, but I didn't. I was just caught up in everything. Yeah. And he 
snaps them and nothing happens. Yeah, he kind of looks, he looks around. Everybody's still there. Yep. Nothing, nothing's going on. And I think, I think he looks at the gauntlet and there's no stones in it. Whoopsies. And the camera turns to Tony and he's like, I think he's like sort of sitting up on his knees kind of. And his hand is held in front of his face. And you can see the, like, nanobot technology of his suit as the, like, stones slide into place on his hand. Yes. And he just... I I remember, like, visually his fingers on that suit look so elongated. I don't know why that sticks out to me. Because when you look at the gauntlet, they're, like, kind of thick. Because it's Thanos. Right, They're fat. But then you look at, like, Tony's, and it's, like... Normal fingers. Right, yeah. <laughs> and it looks so strikingly different. Right. Um, and Tony looks back and, you know, perfect timing as he always does. <laughs> he get, he closes out his, his arc with the same words that kind of got us all started in the beginning. With, I am Iron Man. And you kind of look around. And then you see in the distance... All of Thanos's flunkies starting to turn into dust. Yep. Slowly, they all disappear. And Thanos, the last one to disappear, because of yeah. course. Kind of watches, looks around. And you kind of, it just kind of hits him like, I failed. Yeah. It did not happen. Did not work. I could not do it. I have been bested. Mm hmm. And. You know, he doesn't get upset, really. He's not mad. He's not angry. Uh, he's just kind of despondent. Yeah. He just kind of... I don't even know if he really says anything. Mm-hmm. He just sort of looks around and watches everybody else disintegrate, and then he disintegrates, too. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like... You know, he all the purpose, all the drive in his life, his, his mission, gone. Right. And when that's gone, like, what do you have left? Right. And just like, well... <laughs> disappeared. Yeah. Uh, but that's not the only casualty. Yeah. So everybody sort of looks around and Tony is sort of... You figure all the power that the snap... Mm-hmm. You see Thanos. Thanos's arm got all messed up. Yep. The Hulk took a lot out of him. And they're super powered, actual superhero people. Like, yeah. they're not just regular people. Whereas Tony, even in a suit, mm-hmm. is still just Tony. He's just a regular person. Yes. He has no special strength or special powers. No. And he has gotten tossed over against a rock for his troubles. Yeah. His, uh, his life has reached its end. Yeah, sir, by Spider, Peter comes over. Cap comes over. Pepper. Pepper. Everybody kind of comes over. Yeah. It's sad. It is very sad. Tony is Robert Downey Jr. is is so for so long has been the MCU, you know, from first appearance in Iron Man. You know, I don't think there's a single piece of casting that was done in the Marvel Cinematic Universe better than our Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Right. I think all the characters were. They're all really great. Well cast, casting, but, but his. It's really hard to picture anybody else doing that no. role as well as he could have done it. Yeah. He, you know, he started everything. His charisma, 
you know, he, I don't know, like, I kind of envision, like, if he wasn't so successful as Iron Man, I could see a lot of the characters that came after him written differently. Like, Doctor Strange and Star-Lord and Thor, like, they eventually morphed into, like, the Tony Stark versions of their characters. Right. They're quippy. They're funny. They're, like, sassy and and quirk and, and snarky at times. And they each do it to different degrees and different ways, but... Right, and if he's not as good, like, does Captain America end up being, like, the guy? The main guy? Right. You know, does Thor end up being the main guy? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, is it somebody else? Right. So, but yeah, you have the ending. Peter, Peter's like, it's okay. We, we won, we won, we did it. And Pepper giving the, you can rest now, Tony. Mm-hmm. So sad. So good. Yeah. Kind of see where I think everybody else kind of has gathered around. Yeah. Waiting, kind of. I think everybody takes a knee. Sort of. Yeah. Various all... versions of basically giving their respect. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they triumphed. And, you know, much like he did in the first Avengers movie, Tony kind of put the world, or I guess the universe, on his back. And took one for the team. Mm-hmm. And this time, it cost his life. Mm. Bad. Sad. Yeah. And we get a we get a nice long funeral scene. Mm-hmm. We see Tony's initial heart thing. Yep. Proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Floated out to sea as a pseudo viking funeral kind of thing yeah and his little i guess little pond at his house yeah Mm -hmm. and this is such a great shot of the camera kind of just like slowly moving between all the people there Mm -hmm. everyone who was at the fight plus more hank pym was there and and michelle pfeiffer were both there Nick Fury was there. Nick Fury was there. The kid from Iron Man 3, all grown up, is right. there. Which I didn't realize who that was. You told me afterwards. Yeah. I was like, who's this person? <laughs> um, we get up to the, like the deck, and it's Carol Danvers. And Fury steps out from the side, and he's there too. And Maria Hill was there. And Clint and his family. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And like, it's a one unbroken shot. All of those actors were together in that moment, which just like, that's insane. Right. You know, and like, it just, it, it hits you on so many different ways. I think just the enormity of it all. Yeah. And the finality of it all, I guess. Yeah, for sure. You get some good, a little bit of wrap up between some of the characters. Yep. Uh, Thor and Valkyrie have a little combo. Yep. He's basically like, you know what? You're much better at being in charge than I am. Yes. I'm going to let you be the, I guess, the queen of Asgard. Yeah. The queen of Norway. North, the Norwegian fishing village that they live in. <laughs> yes. And, and uh, she's kind of like, well, what are you going to do? And he's like, oh, you know, stuff. Going to go do some stuff. Yeah. I got I got a ride. Yeah. See him wander over to the, uh, the ship with uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Hops on board there. Wherever everybody is there. Is Nebula there? Um I th- I'm not sure now. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I know the rest like of them was. were. Yeah, I think she was like 
just kind of hanging out in the background. Yeah. Because Gamora, that's one question at the end of this, is we don't see where Gamora goes. No, she was not there. No, she was there to help get the gauntlet Mm -hmm. and then kind of disappears. Yes. Don't really find out where she is, but that's what they're going to go do. They're going to go find Gamora. Yep. There's a little little bit of a bickering over who's in charge of the ship now that Thor has arrived. Dick measuring contest. A little dick measuring contest. Peter Quill, as expected, is not winning. No. No. Like, well, this is my ship. And Thor's like, of course course it's your ship. Yeah. I wouldn't even, uh, I'm not even saying it isn't. I'm not even going to argue with you. No. People are like, well, we're going to do this. And Thor's like, "Eh, are we? And (laughs) Chris Hemsworth has, like, such a great face for this moment. Because he just, like, he's like, of course it is. And then he, like, turns to to Chris Pratt. And he has this, like, barely a smile on his face. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, kind of this, like, innocent, demure look mm-hmm. that's also, like... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't... Get the... I don't think... You know what I'm actually saying. Yeah. <laughs> kind of Somebody said something about them being the guardians of the galaxy. Thor's like, we can be the ass guardians of the galaxy. <laughs> yes, please. The best. Ah, oh, so good. So the, that squad's they got going their, off yep. to do a thing. We see uh, Clint and Scarlet Witch have a conversation by the pond. We do. About how basically they're able to pull it off so that Natasha and Jarvis, they would have been proud of them. They would have been happy that they accomplished what they need to accomplish. Yep. Their their sacrifices were not in vain. Yep. And I think the other, and that's the only other thing we get, uh, Captain America. I can't think of any others. Yeah, so we see... Then everybody, I think, I think uh, Hulk, Hulk sort of has their little time travel majiggy outside for some reason. Well, you figure it wasn't there; it wasn't at Tony's house, which is basically they must have brought it there. But like outside, well, it's not many... raining. It's a nice day. Yeah, but is it gonna fit in? I don't know. If you... We don't want to screw up Tony's house. I get it. Tony's but, passed away. Pepper's having a hard time. You don't want to fuck up her house. Like No, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But, like, you take it out to a dirty area. This thing has got to have so many wires, so many buttons, so many moving parts in it. I don't know. It seems unsanitary. This seems like the kind of thing you want to have in, like, a clean room with, like, no windows, no, like, external influence. What's I don't know. Just You figure how grungy everybody's computer is. Sits there. The fan gets all full of dust. Yeah, it's fine. that that could like potentially work. kill somebody if you if it happened with this thing. Well, it hasn't yet. They only need to do it one more time. I just got to put the stuff back that we know of. Well, for now. For now. So anyway, so Hulk is out there with the time travel contraption. Yeah. Cap is the one who's like, oh, you know, I'll take everything back. It's fine. Yeah. He uh, has the gauntlet, and he has Mjolnir. Yep. He's talking to uh, your buddy Bucky. And Sam. Yeah, Bucky and Sam, like, are you, you know, we can go with you. Are you sure you don't want us to go with you? And he's like, no, 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 I'm good. I'll go. It's fine. Yep. So he's like, all right. And you can kind of see, I think Bucky. I do. I agree. Bucky knows what's happening. I think Bucky has, he's clued in. Yeah. Sam, I don't think, r- realizes yet. But Bucky's like, you can tell the way Bucky says bye. Like, I'll see you when you get back. Like, have fun. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. And you see, because again, the time travel... Doesn't take too long. You see Cap kind of, whoop, 
get zapped away. Yep. And they then, wait a few seconds. Yeah. Not even, yeah. Probably like five seconds. He gets, they do a zap back and nothing happens. Hmm. So Sam starts to freak out. Like where? What happened? Where is he? Where is he? What'd you do? Did you screw it up? And Hawk's <laughs> like, uh, uh, I don't think, I don't think so. And hmm. then you kind of see Bucky look. Yeah. He kind of describes it as cap, like overshooting. Yeah. Like where he was supposed to come out. Oh, you see Bucky look over, and there's now there's somebody sitting on a bench by the pond. Some old man. Yeah. He's ancient. <laughs> he's yeah. He's old. Yeah. Ancient's the stretch, but yeah, he's old. Yeah. So they go over, and you uh, you realize it's Cap. Yeah. So I think Bucky asks, you know, how did it go? How was it? Yeah. I kind of think he. I think he encourages Sam to go over. Actually. Yes, that's what. That's it right. Is. Yeah. And Sam's like. Kind of thrown for a loop a little yeah. bit. Like, oh, hey, what'd you do? What's going on? Yeah. But you can see, and when we finally see, like, Captain America's face and, you know, all the heavy makeup, prosthetics, whatever, that are on him, uh, you know, he just looks so at peace. Yes. You know, as happy as we've seen Captain America in the past at various points. Yeah. He's always very, kind of has a very serious, very kind of, not dour no, but he's always, like, ready to go, kind of. Yeah, he always seems like he has kind of the weight of the responsibility of the world. Mm-hmm. He feels, like, on him. And finally, we see him, and it's like, all that's gone. Yes. He is at peace. He is tranquil. He's happy. He is very happy. And he just, he wears the smile the whole time he's talking to Sam. And he... You know, he, he's, he plays it coy. Yeah. With Sam. Yeah. Sam, I think, knows what happened. Yeah. Um, but we don't get any of the specifics. Right. We get a little bit of a flashback. You hear music playing. Yeah. You see a cute little house. Yeah. You see through the window. Cap dancing with Peggy Carter. So good. That's so nice. Because. You know, we get, we kind of get Tony's happy ending in the five years. Right. He gets the family. He gets to, you know, kind of hang up the Iron Iron Man suit. Stop worrying about all that. He gets to be with his family and be present with them. And it doesn't end perfectly, but he has that experience. And Captain America didn't really get that. He, he lost it. Right. And every time he's had a chance to do anything, like when they go back in time, he sees Peggy, but he can't do anything about it. See, I thought when they did that, I didn't think he was going to go back. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to stay then. Oh. Because once they showed her, I kind of got, I'm like, he's not leaving Peggy again. Yeah. Like, there's, he's not. So I thought he was going to be like, you go back. I want to stay here. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought was going to happen. Then he went back and I'm like, well, maybe not. <laughs> But I figured there would be something. Right. And then I thought when they gave him the stones to take back, that then he wouldn't, then he would stay there. He wouldn't come back. Right. So, which sort of is what happened. Yeah, that's what he does. And now he's old. Yeah, I think he he has a wedding ring when he comes back. Yeah, he has Mm -hmm. a nice, he had a nice long life. He didn't have to worry about being Captain America, I assume. He just got to be with Peggy. Mm Mm-hmm. And so he got... He got his happy ending. Yeah. And the other thing, pulls out 
it's kind of like a backpack type thing. And he unzips it. And he pulls out the shield. Still dragging that around. <laughs> and Though I guess he left with it, so. Yeah. Since he would come back with it. Uh, he hands it to Sam. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you. This is for you. Yeah. You, you earned this. Yeah. You deserve this. I'm passing the title on to you. Mm-hmm. Bucky's just kind of standing there like, yeah. 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 Further sidekick adventures later. <laughs> and uh, so now we have Captain Falcon. <laughs> Falcon America. American Falcon. Um, so, yeah, Cap fades to black, and... No, there's one other thing. There's one other thing. One other thing? Everybody's sitting in Tony's house, and they play a hologram recording of Tony. Yes. Where he... He kind of recognizes that this could be the end of it. Yeah. And he's planned for that eventuality. (laughs) Yes. Because, of course, he has. Yes. And of course he's recorded a hologram himself, because... And of course he's, like, making jokes in, yes, <laughs> in, in the, the hologram. hologram. Yes. Making fun of people in the hologram. <laughs> Whatever. What else would he do? What else would he do? And... But it's a very nice message, you know. It Pepper gets, gets the feelings. And his daughter, you know, they're all there, they're all listening. And uh, he closes it out with the thing his daughter said earlier in the movie. I love you 3,000. 3,000. And it's so, such a simple thing, but it goes a long way. They get a lot of mileage out of it. And it's it's pretty impactful. So, we get a lot. They give us a lot. Yeah. Take note, Star Wars. That's how you do a movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's been a while since we've referenced Star Wars, but... Yeah. For all the, the small quibbles that we had. I'll take all the small quibbles. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. They, for sure. They, the big things, they got them right. Yeah. And so, then we're treated to uh, some of the best end credits ever that a movie's ever had. <laughs> um, we get so long end credits with... Uh, the really great score behind the movie as everyone's name. We get everybody's name. We get to see them in like a sort of shimmery background visuals mm-hmm. of all the things they did. Yes. Because one, you know, uh, boom, boom, boom. Everybody who was in every movie, any movie, didn't even if they weren't in Endgame, we still see a lot of their names. Right. And then we get to the big six. Which, you know, Clint, come on. <laughs> I don't know. He's one of them. I guess, but still. In the OG Avenger circle, he's there. Uh, so, so we get Clint. We get we get the special credits for these guys with, like, their signatures. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, they get their, like, their image, like, superimposed over top of... The background sequences. We get Clint. We get Mark Ruffalo. We get Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. We get 
Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. We get Chris Evans. Chris Evans. And then we get Robert Downey Jr. Yay. And there's no mid credit scene. There's no end credit scene. No. It's just an ending. Yeah. Which is fitting. Yeah. Seems appropriate. Yes. Is there anything else you want to bring up about Adventures Endgame? I don't even know. Where where were you? What were you thinking? Where was your head at? What were you, what was going on when it ended? I think was I it was... just too much? Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. I was like happy. I was sad. I was like, it's all over. And I think I was like, let's go see it again. Like as soon as we get home. Mm-hmm. But I was I was very satisfied. I was very happy with that. I was too. Yeah. I was quite quite satisfied. Yeah. They did a good job. Yes. All the build up and all the years of lead up. Like it could have been really hard to do something like this after Infinity War because Infinity War itself was almost such like a culmination. Mm-hmm. Like it was really hard to be like, well, you got to here. Now what are you gonna do? Right. Because you already had, you didn't have everybody. We had most all the cast. They all fought Thanos already once. Mm. Like, now now what? Yeah. But it was good. It was great. They did a good job. Yes. The pieces all came together. Yeah. They, they figured it out. Yes. Some, some quibbles about some, some of the things that happened, some of the processes behind it, but. Yeah. All in all, it was, it was a good enough movie that that wasn't distracting like we say you know when you're in the moment most of these things don't even register no and even though you may come across them when you're thinking about it later you know if i when i'm re-watching avengers endgame i'm not looking at it and like ugh, this stupid rat <laughs> yeah like, why is it here yeah i remember briefly when it happened i was like really but then it's, they sort of move on so quick after that that, like, you don't really have a lot of time to, like, think about it. Right. And yeah. this movie moves really quickly. Right. You figure all... It was three hours long, all the things that they had to pack into it. Mm-hmm. But it was one thing I remember watching, and it didn't feel like three hours. Mm-hmm. I've watched, you know, 90-minute movies that feel longer than Avengers Endgame. Right. I, there's been plenty of movies that we have gone to where I start checking my phone about a half hour in, and I'm like, this, this isn't uh, going well. No. No. Like... But- like how it has this has to I'm like how long is this movie that has to have been like two hours and it's like an hour and fifteen minutes and I'm like, <sighs> but this yeah, this kept my attention. It moved quickly. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yes, I agree. I approve. Yes. Um, yeah, like we went and saw it a second time. Mm-hmm. I went and saw it a third time. Yep. Um, and you know it doesn't. I think, you know, like like the better movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and like you haven't seen most of them a second time, but they hold up. Yeah, there's a lot of them that I would watch again, and mm-hmm. I'm sure I would enjoy them just as much when I watch yeah. them again. And, you know, that's... I think, you know, when people consider these movies as quote-unquote popcorn movies, popcorn entertainment, which, for to a large degree, they are. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them, you know, push boundaries one way or the other, but... You know, it's not good popcorn entertainment if you can't watch it multiple times, I think. Right. I think that's one of the, more so than, like, you're looking at your, you know, parasites, your 
Moonlight, your Shape of Waters, like the big movies that are more dramatic, more quote unquote awards movies. Right. Rewatchability isn't really matter right. for that type of movie, but it definitely matters for these. If you can't put this on and still enjoy it, it doesn't do its job. Right. And Avengers Endgame as a three hour culmination of 20 some movies that came before it succeeds that passes that test with flying colors yeah so we've we've recorded this episode over like three days yeah that's true yeah and each time we end i'm like i really want to go watch that now and that's kind of how i was with infinity war like i really want to watch that again yeah so yeah there's a lot they're both really good good movies like Mm -hmm. you said good rewatchability factor yeah i you know that my attention span is not great. Mm-mm. We watched The Irishman, which is four hours, so it's slightly, slightly longer. Yeah. But you were just... It was a slog for yeah. you, for sure. Yeah. And I, I wasn't super into the length either, but... I remember at one point we paused it, I think, to make food. Yeah. I don't know if we were like an hour and a half into it. And I think I literally said, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. When I saw how far we were into the movie and how much more there was. Mm-hmm. I was like angry. <laughs> yeah. There was that much more left. That's but, the yeah. thing. Like it just. If it's going to be three hours, it better be good. It better. Yeah. It needs yeah. to, it needs to have a lot of content in it. Yeah. All it killer. No filler. Well. Uh, and I think you can get a, the reason I think Avengers is able to get away with it so well is because every single character in it, including the villain, is built up in a prior film. Right. We don't have to spend a single minute establishing backstory. We don't have to spend a single minute establishing who these people are. Right. Which, you know, is has it comes with its own pros and cons. Mm-hmm. You know, if you haven't seen any of the movies, you can't just watch Endgame. And expect to understand what's everything. Yeah. You could probably still enjoy it, but it's not going to have that heft. It's not going to mean right. as much, if anything. It's just going to be a bunch of people fighting this bad guy. Right. Whereas... You're going to be probably real confused when everybody comes back. Like, who are these people? <laughs> when, you know, to, to continue the comparison with the Irishman, we don't know who any of these people are. So much of that movie has to be devoted to, okay, this is who Robert De Niro is playing. This is who Al Pacino is playing. This is who... Uh, Joe Pesci is playing. This is who Ray Romano is. This is who this person, this person, this person, this person. And that's fine. And like most movies have to do that. Right. So, you know, it's not like it's something new, but when you make it four hours long, it comes with baggage. Should have been a lot more Joe Pesci in that movie. Joe Pesci. Best part. Should have been a lot more Joe Pesci in this movie. He could have been Thunderbolt Ross! (laughs) (sighs) Would have made... I'd be so happy. I would have liked him much better, I bet. (laughs) I've been like, why is Hulk being such a dick? Why is he... He's just messing with stuff. My buddy Joe Pesci Thunderbolt Ross over here is just, you know, trying not to make him run amok through the city. Maybe they can go back and fix that. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well. Maybe they can finger snap back again and fix Thunderbolt Ross for me. Yep. But... Avengers, Endgame, and uh, we're not even done. No, yeah. <laughs> so this is episode I was eight. just thinking that. I'm like, now it seems like you get to this point and you're like, well, now what do I do? 
Well, we'll now talk about some more stuff, I guess. Yeah, we're not done. Uh, so this will be the end of episode eight. Yep. We have kind of finished the Infinity War saga, but there's it this... seems like it should be done, and we should be moving on to a new chapter. But still have Spider Man. Yeah, we have Far from Home to Spider-Man sort of Far from Home. wrap up. I guess. I guess wrap up some loose couple ends-ish. of loose ends, and it, I don't I th- even know if it really yeah. establishes much of anything new. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. know. We'll get into it. Yeah. We'll get into it. But uh, you know, I think it kind of tries to be this bridge between what we saw, what was the past, and what will be the future. Yeah. And uh, we can kind of discuss whether or not it is successful in that Bit because of a palate cleanser. You know, part of the next episode after that movie, discussing that movie, will be talking about the future yes. of the MCU. Everything planned, everything maybe we want to see, um, why we don't have Black Panther 2 coming out this year, why we don't have Captain Marvel 2 coming out this year. Presumptively, mostly just to ruin my life. Probably. Yeah. Why instead they've replaced the fall movie with a Thunderbolt Ross <laughs> solo film. Thunderbolt Ross. The man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> yes. How did he get the nickname Thunderbolt? The answer may surprise you. What if he's Thor's alter ego? Thor is the he's god of old thunder. Thor. He's mm. old Thor. Time, he travel, time travel Thor. <sighs> so stupid. <laughs> uh, so that's the, that's what's on deck next week, and hopefully the week after that uh, would be the last episode, uh, assuming something doesn't go awry. And yeah. we need to split things up more. Hopefully not. Where we will finally give our own individual rankings. Yes. And if you ever make the Google form, I'll do that tomorrow. Have some other people's opinions to compare it to. I'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> will you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Don't know if I believe you, but we'll see what happens. Yes. Uh, so thank you for listening to this episode. We are. We have breached three and a half hours. Yes, thank you for not getting sick of us, or if you are sick of us, for uh, plugging along anyway. Yeah, you could have watched the entire movie up alongside us, really. You could have gotten a quarter of the way into The Irishman. <laughs> um, it means a lot that you listened. If you'd like to find more episodes of the show, you can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, places where podcasts can be found. You can also find them on the website, circleoffilm.com, along with a bunch of other things. You can find me on uh, Twitter at Circle of Film. I am also on Twitter at Algoferoz, A-L-G-O-F-E-R-O-Z. Yep. Only took me eight episodes to figure out how to spell it. Yeah. Uh, you can also find me on Letterboxd at Circle of Film. And you can email circlefilm.gmail.com if you have a definitive Marvel Cinematic Universe ranking. Share it. Yeah, if you wait for Ryan to make the form, it might not happen, so... Well, Just feel free to email it in. Well, you might not be on the Fantasy Movie League Discord, and if not, uh, you won't ever find the form. So, there are other ways. <laughs> the form. The form. The, doesn't the elusive exist form. Yet. Yeah. Uh, Someday. If you'd like to support the show, like it, rate it, review it, subscribe to it, tell somebody about it, uh, or listen. Listen. And listening goes such a, far, such a long way. But... Some of you are very kind and very generous, and if you'd like to do a little more, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash circle of film, where for as little as eight cents an episode or one dollar a month, you can get early access to all of the episodes, mostly and currently that includes the Marvel movie episodes that we've been doing. Not this one. 
but many of them have been released early. Yeah, ta- the taxis of struggle bus is plugging right along. Oh yeah, it's in high gear, gaining speed. Yeah, yeah. this was a struggle. But yeah, this this week was a struggle. The weekend was a struggle. It's uh, midnight, midnight on Sunday. Got to get up early, go to work tomorrow. So it's gonna gonna be a good week. I'm sorry. I think we have plans every night this week, so recording the next one should be a good time. Trying to figure that out. Well, at least the next one won't be three hours long. Got hopefully. it. So. Got some Monday Bachelorette. Tuesday Bachelorette, appa- or Bachelor, Bachelor, apparently. I guess. Supposedly. I don't really care for it, no. but yeah. you you do it. Wednesday Survivor. Thursday, going to go see Emma, which we were going to do on Tuesday. Friday, I think there's truck balls. Saturday should be other might, zoomies. We might be able to find some time on Friday, Will depending we? on when things are scheduled. Uh, and if and presume if not, we'll have Saturday stuff. I just assume at this point we're just going to record at 2 in the morning on Monday. So, mm. should be good. Good times. No. Can count how many times I cry between now and then. Um, well, what we could do is I could just record my half. Yeah, I was going to say you do that. And leave pauses for you to respond to me. That should be fine. And then can I record can... in the car when I'm driving back yeah, and forth Yeah, exactly. To work? You can record in the car helpful. on your way to work. You can record at work on like I don't think breaks. I can record. I don't get breaks. There is no break. Um, I can just kind of in the like every time it's a commercial during The Bachelor, I can just put the microphone in front of you and be like, <laughs> "What did you think about?" Like you're interviewing me, Mysterio. Yeah, and you be like, "Don't uh... even just be like Mysterio," and I just start talking. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you the last word that I said in the previous yeah. segment. And then I just go from there, not knowing the context of what's happening. Perfect. Yeah. We'll figure it out. It'll be good. Um, obviously... It'll be like Mad Libs, the podcast version. <laughs> that would be fun. I don't know if it'd be fun to listen to, but it'd yeah. be fun to make. Yeah, that can be our one of our future episodes. Mad Libs, the podcast. Yeah. Of course. Cannot end the episode without thanking Brian. <gasps> Thanks, baby. Wonderful, generous patron. And uh, thanking... All of you for still being here and still listening through all the shenanigans. Through this like 10 minute long outro. Outro, yeah. Yes. I keep interrupting. Yep. Thank you once more. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell. I'll be the same goodnight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from me. Nothing's really left or lost without a trace. Nothing's gone forever, only out of place. So long, farewell, oh, what I'll be to say. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.